You're now tuned in to Culture Freedom Radio, the home of good music and conscious talk radio. Culture Freedom Radio is most definitely in the house. Against me, judgment, thou shalt condemn. Lord, give me a sign. For this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. Preach. And the righteousness is of me, said the Lord. Preach. Amen. Uh. Lord, give me a sign. I really need to talk to you, Lord. Since the last time we talked, the walk has been hard. Now I know you haven't left me, but I feel like I'm alone. I'm a big boy now, but I'm still not grown. And I'm still going through it. Like pain and a hurt. Yeah. Soaking up trouble like rain in the dirt. Yeah. And I know only I can stop the rain with just a mention of my Savior's name. In the name of Jesus. Devil, I rebuke you for what I go through. And trying to make me do what I used to. But all that stops right here. Yeah. As long as the Lord's in my life, I will have no fear. I will know no pain. From the light to the dark, I will show no shame, spit it right from the heart, cause it's right from the start, you held me down, and there's nothing they can tell me now, Lord, give me a sign, let me know what's on your mind, let me know what I'm gonna find, it's all in time, show me how to teach the mind, show me how to reach the blind, Lord, give me a sign, show me what I got to do, to bring me closer to you, cause I'ma go through whatever you want me to, just let me know what to do, Lord, give me a sign, Show me something. I'm tired of talking to him, knowing he's fighting. Crying about life ain't nothing. But you either be the one mad because you trapped or the one hunting. Trapped in your own mind, waiting on the Lord. I'm hunting with the word that cuts like a sword. The spoken word is stronger than the strongest man. Carries the whole world like the strongest man. Through the trials and tribulations, you never let us down, Jesus. I know you're here with us now, Jesus. I know you're still with us now. Keep it real with us now. I want to feel, show me how, please. Let me take your hand. I walk slow, but stay right beside me. Please. Devil's trying to find me. Please. Hide me. Hold up. I take that back. Protect me and just beat the steps of fire. Give me a sign. Let me know what's on your mind. Let me know what I'm going to find. It's all in time. Show me how to teach the mind. Show me how to reach the blind. Lord, give me a sign. Show me what I got to do. To bring me closer to you. Because I'm going to go through whatever you want me to. Just let me know what to do. Lord, give me a sign. Monday night, come in here on Monday night. I know we're supposed to be on Friday, but hey, man, you know, things happen sometimes. Things happen sometimes, man. This is January the 24th 
of 2022. And man, brothers and sisters, do we have a topic of conversation for you tonight. Yes, check this out, brothers and sisters. Tonight we want to be in the house and talking to you uh, right here on Blog Talk and TalkShoe.com. Yes, sir, both hosting sites that we host from and, you know, the various distributing sites that you can catch the show later. We thank you always for listening in. However you listen in, we greatly do appreciate you for tuning in with us right here at Culture Freedom Radio. But tonight's topic of conversation is should rappers be held accountable for their lyrical content? Yes, sir, indeed. Let me say that one more time, brothers and sisters. Should rappers be held accountable for their lyrical content? Yes. And this conversation here is being sparked by um, a little situation that we saw. There was something that happened and occurred with uh you know, Jay-Z, you know, I'm going to read his from Independent. I'm just going to go through some of this article here. It was like five days ago. But there was an article that y'all probably seen through various uh, networking sites. And there was something here from Independent says that Jay-Z bags New York law changed to stop rap lyrics being weaponized in court. Yes. Um, and what they're talking about here, let me see, let me find some, some parts of this here. It says, Jay-Z is supporting a proposed law that would block rap lyrics from being used as evidence of alleged crimes in court. According to the Rolling Stone, rapper Meek Mills, Big Sean, Fat Joe, and Yo Gotti are among the rappers who have joined forces with Jay-Z, Real name, Sean Carter, who cares about that, to call on New York lawmakers to pass a Senate Bill 6752. Yes, that's Senate Bill 6, I mean, yeah, S, I'm sorry, that's S752. The bill has been brought forth by Democrat, oh, y'all know I got to play with that one a bit later on, but we're going to come back to that, by Democrat Senators. Uh, what was the name? Brad, uh, uh, Brad, uh, Hausman, uh, some shit like that, y'all. And, 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 uh, Jamal Bailey. Now, this is a white Democrat and a so-called black Democrat. Y'all know the black and white, but, but anyway, these have been brought together by two Democratic senators. And y'all know I got to go in on that one right there. But anyway, it says legislation would, legislation would limit the use of creative expression as evidence to push prosecutors to prove that such art is not fictional with clear and convincing evidence. The bill was first revealed in in November of 2021. It was passed through the Senate Senate, uh, Code Committee earlier this week in state law. Let me just see here right fast. Um, This is an... Issue that's important to Jay-Z and all the other artists that have come together to try to bring about this change. Uh, that's enough, y'all. But that's what's going down right here. And we got some things we want to talk about this one, y'all. So do y'all think tonight that uh, this thing that Jay-Z is bagging from these House Democrats or these Senate Democrats want to block rap lyrics? from being used in court. 
right, use as evidence in court against, you know, one of these rappers and just say they they rap all this trap music, this gangster music, this murder music. I call it murder music. And um, and they actually go out and murder someone. And maybe they have a song talking about, I'm going to murder this dude, I'm going to blast him, this, that, and another. And, you know, and they get caught and just so happened in the court of law. I've heard they've, they've done that in certain instances. And we got some clips tonight we're going to actually play where some you know, rappers have actually what they say snitched on themselves or told on themselves in their in their um, rap lyrics. Um, for just starting off right fast, I totally disagree with this. I totally disagree with what they're trying to do. I say yes, it's okay, it's fair game, uh, and I and I and I don't understand, and I don't see this thing what they're calling creative expression, creative expression, especially what we're seeing now, like you know, um, with all this music, you know, pop this drug, smoke this here, these bitches, these hoes, excuse me, these B's, these H's, and you know, um, you know, y'all know the type of music that's out there. Some of y'all know the type of music that they these guys have out here today, and women. I just can't put it on the guys. Uh, this raunchy ass music that uh, uh, Megan that called herself a stallion and um, shit. I don't know all these people down days, man. I I don't even try to keep up. But all of this raunchy stuff, and we see the incident that went down here in Memphis with. Uh, the rapper Young Dolph and how he was killed by another so-called rapper. And there was some um, supposed to have been rap beefs and some other stuff that was supposed to have been with um, Young Dolph and what's the other name, Black Youngster, both of them from Memphis. There was some beef and, you know, back with Yo Gotti once when they're saying that uh, Yo Gotti was calling himself the king of Memphis and then uh young Dolph saying he was the king of Memphis, so there was some beef about who was the king of Memphis. Hell, you know, Jerry Lawler said he's the fucking king of Memphis. Elvis was the king. I mean, just every, who the fuck ever want to be the king? None of them really the king, you know, of Memphis anyway. You know, the, the mayor don't even call himself the king of Memphis. But neither, but that's neither here nor there. But this this shit here, man, uh, is ridiculous. It's fair game because if, if if we one of us did something, anything that we done on YouTube or anything. We're fair game. They're used. Like, people have been getting arrested for shit they posted on Facebook. They brought it up in the court of law, and they use it against them. I would say if y'all stop rapping this dumbass music, this murderous music, this detrimental music that's talking about, here's number one, you're talking about killing other black men. You're talking about, and I'm putting this, you're talking about doing something, harming another black man. When we talk about black on black, black unity, black uh, uh, black pride and all of this shit. But now Jay-Z and y'all want to support, y'all want to have a bill, you know, to stop this. When, like, it was a local radio station guy here when he brought this out and he was talking about it, like he said. If Jay-Z, because he disagrees with this as well, he's an older guy like myself. Maybe we just these old guys. Maybe we just, oh, it's, it's old guys and old people. We just see a problem with it. Maybe we antique. Y'all know they say we out of touch. When we get old, we say, you know, they we we, we out of touch. Because, you know, we was like that when we were younger. Y'all out of touch because y'all just can't keep up with the time. So maybe we just out of touch, us older guys. 
and our older people. But he was saying if Jay-Z them really wanted to do something, they should be telling these guys to stop uh, putting this damn type of music out. Stop rapping this type of music that's being harmful and being destructive to the mindset of the people, especially youth now, especially our younger people, whose mind right now is really what we say very impressionable. We got to put it as very impressionable. And they listen to this foolishness, and they saying it's just creative expression. A creative expression. Now, you tell me, do some of these young people think this shit is creative expression? They follow suit. They mimic a lot of things that they hear on the radio, what they see in music videos, what they see in movies. Now, and I'm going to bring my brothers in in, in a second here, but I'm going to play a little clip right fast too. Now, this was just a a um, a comedy uh, skit here by uh, Key and Peel. Y'all know the two guys, Key and Peel. Uh, like one of the Peel was the one who uh, made the, the the movie Get Out and things of this nature. But this is a comedy skit, and later on, I come after we get to talking, I got another clip we're going to play about some of these guys who have snitched on themselves that's in the rap game. But this thing here, man, it's like y'all heard me say a couple times that it seemed to be in the so-called black community that we, what's this, what did I say, y'all? In the black community a lot, we like to make excuses for bad behavior. We do. We like to make excuses for bad behavior. And I've seen some people say, no, they don't need to go out there and they just leave them alone. It's just music and this and that and, you know, so-and-so. And until something happened to someone in your family, now it's a problem. And it seemed like to be the only in the black community why I say we give way or we make excuses for bad behavior in the black community because now we talk against other communities. Whether we talk about the, against the Jewish community, we talk about the maybe the Hispanic community, we maybe I don't know the Arab community, whatever the whoever else the Hindu community, they don't allow these type of things to happen in their community. That's one goddamn thing you can say. Whether you like these communities or not, you have a problem with these communities or not, that's neither here nor there. But they do not allow these things to happen in their communities like we do in our communities. And that's and, and that seemed to be a, a major problem. It may not be to some of y'all. Maybe just, like I said, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just getting old and I'm just getting ticky. I, I don't know. But it just seemed to be they when they see shit problematic in their communities, they 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 go through steps to stop this shit from happening in their community. And here again, that we talk about that I've heard that people say that well, white folks or whatnot, or Europeans here in America is the main uh, supporters of so-called hip hop, and they the main ones who buying it. But and I asked the question. We said it was a show a while back. We talked about well, if they're the main ones buying it, why don't we see all the violence that some of these rap songs uh, talk about and promote? Why aren't so-called white children and whoever else who listen to this music? Why aren't they out there acting in a manner or mimicking what they're hearing in the songs? Why aren't they doing? Why they don't see a high crime rate in their community where they're doing what these rappers talk about in the community? I mean, in these songs. 
Why why are they not doing it? Because I guess number one, maybe, maybe now, because when they're rapping this, they're saying, excuse me, y'all, I got to say this now for y'all get clarity. When they say, I'm going to blast this nigga, this so-and-so, and the white folks, and well, I ain't no nigga. He ain't talking to me. I'm listening to it for, because I think this uh, it's just a, uh, amusement. It's just, damn, I can't believe black folks listen to this, call each other niggas and talking about killing each other. Damn, Billy, come check this out, Billy. Did you hear this? When we had a said nigger, boy, we be getting lawsuits. We be getting, they be all over us for calling them niggers. And listen to this, Billy. This shit funny shit have I ever heard in my life, Billy. God damn. And look at the news, Billy. Man got the declaring like, boy, Billy, Bubba, put them goddamn ropes and sheets down. We ain't got to go ride out and burn down land damn cross. We ain't got to go and ride and do nam. They'll ride tonight and scare none of these niggas if they're doing a hell of a job than we doing. Let me play this clip right fast, man. This shit is crazy. We're going to get into this, man. Should rappers be held accountable for their lyrical content? I would say hell to the yeser. Let's get this right fast. It'll take a minute, y'all, because this is a video clip so i'm you know just coming up but just just check this shit out this first thing first funny i do not care that you're a multi-platinum selling rapper gun rack what i care about is that i 100 percent know that you murdered darnell simmons so you better start talking yeah but you ain't got none I, you know, I'm actually, I'm very glad that you said that. Uh, because I, respectfully, I beg to differ. I killed Darnell, yeah, I shot him with my knife. I shot him nine times, 9 p.m. on the dime. And by the way, it was November night. Jeez, I gotta tell you, Gunrack, I, I find that really hard to believe. I got an alibi, perfect red lobster. When in reality, I shot Darnell like a monster. It's a lie. Anyone could tell this if you know about my allergy to all shellfish. Just confess, Gunrack. I confess that shellfish is the only thing that rhymes with tell this. It's just words, detective. Nouns, adjectives, they just happen to be in a dope order, but we ain't got no pearl. Shut up, Sarnell, with a long-ass gun and toss it into the aquarium. I have no idea what that object is. I don't... If I had to identify it, I would call it a gun of the long ass variety. Some seaweed in there too. Look, detective, <clears throat> I had to break it to you. I ain't killing no one. Stroke my chin real slow when I'm lying. And I was laughing super hard and Darnell was dying. The name of the album 
is I killed Darnell Simmons. It's a concept album. A concept? That's a picture of you. A picture of you. And behind you is Darnell Simmons' body. You're going away for a long time, you understand? You're going to confess if it's the last thing you'll ever do. You hear me? Get back. I'll be yeah. body. I'll be body. He's free to go. What? No. No, 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 no. We have everything we need. No, Simmons' girlfriend. She just confessed to the whole thing. Infidelity. Crime of passion. Let's go, Mr. Rack. Back on y'all, it was like this. It's actually a video for you. Yeah. I got a ride or die, bitch. I think you get the gist. And when you let me out, I'm gonna blow a little kiss. This is my confession, admissible in court. I killed Darnell Simmons for sport. <laughs> That's right. I'm a murderer. Come get me. Come down the hall. You can't get me. Okay, okay, okay. You got me. You got me. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Damn, 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 damn. Ow, ow. Yeah, that's Key and Peel, man. And, but in that thing, he actually, like, he actually snicked on himself through the whole damn song. And y'all know that's just a, a comedy parody. But we have some clips where, and, and if you can actually see the video, I can tell y'all the name of it when you can watch it. Uh, you can go to YouTube and watch a video called The Self-Snitching Curse. Yes, go to YouTube and look up The Self-Snitching Curse. And that shit would trip you out, man. And this is what they do. And I'm going to say one brother, one, one more thing before I uh, uh, go here. Y'all can come on, jump in. Y'all mics open. But y- y'all think that's some bullshit? Like going back to, again, with uh, Young Dolph, uh, his murder. Now, the guys they got, they well, they have some guys in, in custody now. Uh, I can't think of their name. One of them, Justin Johnson or something. But anyway, the house they found the Mercedes at, the house that they found their Mercedes at, they did, they did the shooting in. They found the car behind this house, right? This empty house. But the guy, uh, Justin Johnson, he, I forget his name, straight dope, his rap name, straight dope or some shit like that. I don't know. It's some crazy shit. They shot a music video, supposed to have been four days after the shooting of Young Dolph at that particular house. Let me say it again. They supposed to have, now, according to what was said, they shot a music video at that house four days after these young dogs supposed to got shot. And that's where they found the Mercedes at behind that house. And also, they're saying that white Mercedes is, was young, uh, what's his name, black youngster's girlfriend Mercedes. Now, and also, there's a video which supposed to be with young gangster. I mean, I, I keep calling them young gangster. Young black youngster, whatever the fuck they crazy-ass name is. Black youngster, when he was in a video in a cemetery, and y'all know young Dolph's last name was Thornton, but he's supposed to have been in the video, and a, and a, what you call it, a mausoleum or whatever they call it thing, had young Dolph's last name on the mausoleum. He's sitting in there, and they got behind him with young Dolph's name on the mausoleum, Thornton. Now, it's like, come on now. And they know everybody knows about this beef that you had supposed to have been having. And it's like, is, is, are you not freaking snitching on yourself? Huh? But anyway, y'all, 
Come on in, brother. Y'all come on in. Peace. Peace to you. Shalom, shalom. Shalom, shalom. Hey, hey, shalom, shalom. I would like to say uh, this This is a uh, uh, shalom, shalom. Uh, Liberation Tabernacle Ministries, um, Lions Vibes Radio, Peace to the Cuts Freedom Radio, Peace and Cuts Freedom uh, uh, um, Network, Peace to, uh, and Shalom to my uh, dear beloved brother uh, and, and fellow minister in this truth, Moray Aria Israel, and Shalom, uh, Shalom, brother. Glad to be with you again in your presence, brother. And I would like to say, Baruch Atah Adonai Eloheinu Melech Hashemai Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai So I would like to uh, go to a scripture uh, real quick. Uh, Joshua 76. You know, I always got to, Rabbi, I got to go to some scriptures. Joshua 76. What they say, I'll bring it out. Yes, sir. I'm about to bring it out tonight. Joshua 76. Joshua 76. It says, And Joshua uh, rent his clothes and fell to the earth upon his face before the heart of the Adonai. Until the evening tide, he and the elders of Israel put dust upon their heads. <clears throat> now, when we're talking about Joshua, now, Joshua did that, and he tore all his clothes and <clears throat> threw dust on his face, and everybody else followed. Now, there's another scripture I'm going to go to. Another scripture I'm going to go to real quick. It's in the book of Proverbs. Uh, let me see. Let me go ahead and go to this scripture. There's another scripture I want to get. Uh, uh, Proverbs 22 and 6, it says, Train up a child in the way that he shall go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. All right. <clears throat> when we're talking about these young kids out here, and I'm glad that you played that Key and Peele skit from the show Key and Peele. Um, now, when we're looking at um, uh, people like 
uh, the one brother that had that song, I think his name was YNW Melly. He had a song called Murder on My Mind. And the brother got, the young brother oh. got locked up. The young brother got locked up. He was bragging about murdering his friend. Damn. Now, when we're talking about, you know, rap and all this, there's something, something that I want to bring up. YNW Millie ain't the only one who was talking about murder and bragging about this. Tupac Shakur. And um, I don't know if you could find that clip that you uh, had texted me about a month ago. This young brother uh, imitating Tupac and was bragging about the thug life. I don't know if you could find that clip. The brother was oh, in yeah. jail. If you can find that, that'll be good if you can play that tonight. If you can find it. But, Shit, I don't even remember what it was. <laughs> okay, okay. Now, that clip was like 30 minutes long. Uh, you yeah, remember that? Okay. But okay. Uh, let, let me go into <clears throat> what I was saying, though, about Tupac. Now, when we're looking at these new rappers, it's just not the new rappers. It's the old rappers, too. Now, we got N.W.A., who who talked about, you know, doing crazy shit in Compton. You know, Dad, that song, Gangsta, Gangsta. Then I had another song called, uh, um, Dad, another song called Straight Outta Compton. Uh, Now, when we looking at the offsprings of that Snoop Dogg. Yeah, it's all called Bitches Ain't Shit But Hoes and Tricks. He also had an album, Exploiting Sisters, Doggy Style. Now, something I want to bring up with this. When we're looking at the influence on the music industry, especially on our youth, we have to look at also, we have to put also the blame on some of our elders or so-called elders in the truth because Something I want to, you know, and I know we got justice on the line and glad you're on. We can talk about the brothers who, you know, who are open about this, bragging about this shit in the industry and the wrong shit that they talk about. We can talk about the gay shit like Lil Nas X. We can Speak hey, Chief about Robert. what? Hey, man. Um, you know, I ain't gonna let you hijack this show because you just about hijacked the last show, and you didn't stick to the subject. And Summer came in with a subject, and you don't stick to the subject too much. You like to go into a lot of the Bible and stuff, which is fine, but. Yeah, you take yeah, me yeah, off of the yeah, subject, brother, and then brother. by the time I'm ready to speak, and we off the subject. Bro, brother, you had 
get out to this speak. You never fucking came in. We talked about the Goulet, and your ass got quiet as shit because you right in there with Al Sharpton and them. So you that shut the fuck up until I finish. That ain't what it was. Yeah. That ain't what it was. No, you in the blue lane, nigga. Stop lying. You were, but stick let to me. Let, uh, yeah, I'm going to stick to the fucking topic. And when we did, last time we started talking about the Greeks in the blue lane, your ass got quiet because you right in there with them blue lane, nigga. You put me to sleep. That's why I got quiet. <laughs> you put me to sleep. So no, that's why I Al said, I ain't going to let you hijack the show no, tonight. Ain't, and no, we're, well, okay. Nigga. The inkwell niggas you fucking with, cuz, got, got you, your, got, put your ass to sleep. Them inkwell, uh, them inkwell, nigga, shut the fuck up until I finish. Okay. Yeah. And then, too, we got a, then we got a, a guest caller who called in as well. We got a kid, get hold, uh, caller yeah, who called right, in. Right. Wait, holding on line. Oh, stick to the topic, man. Uh, Make uh, it plain, uh, man. I'm, I'm you got to go through the Bible. I'm you can't think for yourself. Look, nigga, if you don't shut the fuck up and let me finish. Okay. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. So, so, uh, okay. We can talk about the, peop- the people who are openly you know, um, who are openly talking about this shit that is uh, uh, being pushed in the industry, like the homosexuality, the drugs, and all that stuff, and the killing. But we also got to look at the so-called righteous brother. And since you own justice, I'm going to sit you on and you want to talk shit. I'm going to bring up one of your favorite fuck hair ass ones. I'm going to bring up one of yours, too. Watch. I'm going to bring up one of yours. Yep. Yeah, Rodriguez. Uh, yeah. What's his name? Rodrigo. Something. Fredrigo. No, Fredrigo. no, no. We're going to talk about chaos one and uh no. and, and him and African Bombada and them boys. That 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 Hassan Campbell Stick was talking about. the topic, about. man. What's wrong, brother? Yeah. Hey, I tell y'all what, this whole this whole type of let, let's get this this caller because we hadn't had any call in a while. Let's get let's get this caller right back because he might you know right, he, bring he got to right back. Then we'll come back since we all host on the show. We'll let's get yeah. this caller right back. Yeah, peace to call. Yeah, welcome to Coach Freedom. Yeah, we say your name was all. We say Hotel. Hotep. Yeah, Hotep. Yeah, Hotep. Um, I, I don't yes, know sir. if, if um, punishing rappers is the solution because the system already punishes us for everything, and it wouldn't stop rappers from doing what they do. If MCA doesn't do it, MCB will do it because it's lucrative. The real solution, I think, is really to punish the record companies and the marketers and the distributors and the publicists and the performance rights organizations, ASCAP, BMI, SASAC, and the radio stations, because rappers are just trying to get paid. You know what I mean? Now, I don't agree with a lot of the lyrics they're saying. It's mainly the gangster stuff. The other little gay stuff to me is not really an issue, because if you're a straight dude, that gay shit don't bother you. It's like, yo, do whatever the fuck you do. You know what I mean? But this <laughs> thing that all of us are dealers, it isn't true, because there's a small proportion of us in our community that are maybe dealing and thugging. And, you know, that's what they do. So let them talk about it. But why does every record have to be slinging and slap a hoe? And it's just like, what the fuck? Everybody? 
Hey, nobody going to school, nobody working a regular job mm-hmm. at McDonald's, no stockbrokers. You know, it's just preposterous. So, yeah, we should well, punish the big dogs and their white people on the top. Okay, Good comments, go. brother. Good oh. comments. Okay, let, let me ask you something right fast. Okay, you said yeah. we shouldn't punish the rapper. Now, I, and, and so you said the big executive. Um, and I'm trying to think. I can't even think of nobody off top who was the biggest executive name. Uh, damn, what was it? What was that guy who uh, who used to produce with Houston and all of them? Clyde, Clyde Davis. Davis. Okay. Do Clyde Davis? Do Clyde Davis rap? Have you ever? Do Clyde Davis have a, a record album out? Is he rapping or singing on an album that you know of? No, he isn't. But he is one of the people that is a power broker that determines what shit comes on the radio. And Dr. Dre okay, has a partner, a white guy, also. They're the ones that. So I, the, I hear. I hear you. I, I feel what you're saying. Now here's my thing. Now even here's the, here's the triple part of guy. Like I said, I like to say this. Now, we said we like to put them to blame, but here's the point. Now, even though they might be pushing this, right, Clyde Davis and whoever else, these white executives, they might be saying, hey, listen, man, y'all need to wrap this here. But it won't go out if, unless the black guys accept it. And like, yeah, you know what? Shit, fuck this. I need this money. I'm going to go ahead and get this money. See, this is the thing about it. They're not wrapping it. We are. And like you said, again, people like to say, well, you know, these guys got to get their money. That, I understand people need money, but this is the thing. It's like, you know, when I, when I remember study Islam, it says, and then the Holy Quran says, you know, they they plan a plan, but the law is the best of all planners. And it, the point is, with that one is, no matter what they try to plan, if we accept that damn plan, hey, man, if we accept it, you just as guilty as they are. It's like if somebody tell me, man, let's go rob this store. Now, hell no, bro, I don't do that. But you know he might be the he might be the one who planned it. I'm like, nah, bro, I ain't with this shit, bro. But if I like, man, you know what? I need this money, dog. Fuck it, let's go ahead and go. And I go in there and we robbed him. He get away and I get caught. Hey, man, I gotta go and do this time. But they got my ass in there with that pistol. So I'm saying we still again, if we stop as a people, stop participating in it. I don't give a goddamn who come up with the plan. We're participating in our own detriment by rapping this stuff. It's like I was always told, hey, man, there's a right way and a wrong way to get money. See, we keep justifying. That's why I say we justify bad behavior. I'm not saying you're doing it, but we justify bad behavior. Well, they're just trying to get their money. But, yeah, at the cost of talking about killing one another, calling young sisters B's and H's and, and all this stuff, man. In the name of getting money, we've been getting money before this shit came out. Remember Positive Hip Hop? They was getting money before this. So why are now all of a sudden we see we just we just bowing down to the system, man, of bad behavior. That's right. Let them motherfuckers rap it. They want it out. Let them rap it out. Because again, they not when when the Beastie Boys and were Jewish white boys, they weren't putting that shit out in the Jewish community. Hell, mm-hmm. Vanilla Ice didn't wasn't putting that shit out in their community. Hell, Macklemore wasn't putting that shit out in his community. So why is it that the black guys got the wall? Well, fuck it. I got to get my money, though. Nor was why MC Search. Doing it? MC Search was actually yeah, woke. Search. He was talking some real shit. Yeah, well, the reason they want us to do this stuff is get, it fits the narrative and it helps promote the stereotype that every black man is doing X and every female is a hoe. Now, uh, we all know some brothers and sisters that live the lifestyle, but it's not everyone we know. It's a maybe maybe one two percent of the people I know are thugs, right? 
And it's like, yo, what's up? Yo, what's up, man? Behave yourself. What up? Fuck you, nigga. And then I walk on, you know? It ain't no big deal, right? But they put it on all of us, but it is going to happen anywhere in the world where there's poverty, financial poverty, there's street crime. In Japan, in China, in India, it's not unique to us here in America. In Europe, it's the same thing. The gypsies who are very poor, a lot of them hustle to make money. So unless we deal with the poverty, there will always be a black brother or sister that says, fuck it. All I got to say is slap a nigga, sling that rock, and I'm getting 100000 or I could be out here working at McDonald's. Let me see. And it's not illegal? And I'm not going to get arrested? Fuck that. But, you know? No, okay, I wouldn't do it. Same, but I'm not everybody. Though, so, okay. But though the same people that you talk about, all of these other racial groups that's in poverty, are they, are they pushing – that what we hear on the radio or on television, are they pushing the things that they're having our black people push on therapy, the same type of thing? It, it just, just put it say all the Jews or the gypsies or whoever else. Are they doing the same thing? Are they pushing that same thing? Even though they're poor, right? Are they doing the same thing? Well, not in hip-hop, but I know that in Latino community, the DACA Latinos – in the soap operas and the novellas, they call it, uh, the thugs, etc. So it's still entertainment. In terms of in India, the lower caste, the darker Indians, you watch those Indian Bollywood movies, the darker people are usually the thugs. Once in a while, one might slip in that's not a thug. So there's a consistent pattern there. I can't say if that's the case for um, like poor Japanese, but I do know that the government has been clamping down on their Japanese mafia, um, which often includes, by the way, if you look at them, some brothers that almost look like us. It's like, damn, that looked like Brother John over there. Um, so I don't have the answer for all of it, but since my focus is often our people, just like many of you, I don't spend as much time researching every group because we got enough fucking problems <laughs> to search for a thousand yeah. years. Yeah, you know. So it's on another scale. So it's it's okay, and I'm gonna let these brothers get in here. So it's okay for them to wrap this stuff, just you know, because they get they got they get money. So it's okay for them to go ahead. No, and no, say no, what they no. Stand. I'm not saying it's okay. There's a difference thinking something's okay and us accepting it as an unfortunate casualty of capitalism. I don't think it's okay. In fact, I talk to some of the dudes because I encounter some of them in various circles. And I'm like, yo, man, do you really got to talk all that shit all the time? You know, um, so it's not okay, but it's a part of capitalism to make us look like everybody's doing the same thing. So, no, it's not okay. Come on, Jeff. Come on, Jeff. Go ahead. I, I know you all right, here we go. Here we go. So Uh-oh. I appreciate the caller calling in. He sounds like a New Yorker. I'm not sure if he is. Oh, yeah? You can tell that? Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> you're, yeah, probably but, from, I mean, you're probably from Harlem or Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah you're in the, the, the zone. Okay. People, you might, the only you, black are, people you know my voice because white people I, think I'm, I'm Asian. Sure no, white I, people you be know, like, oh, I'm, you're from Asia? <laughs> no, man. I, I could tell you oh. were good. Uh, one of my people is from New York. So you good. Oh, you good okay. people. Thanks, All right. Man. Um, yeah, yeah. Let me get into it about Jay-Z, and this is why we're all here tonight, is because of Jay-Z and something that he's doing that the host mentioned earlier, that he's trying to get 
these lyrics to be unchallenged and unheld accountable for in court so that a whole lot of these rappers that Meek Mills and his group of people who are going around trying to get people uh, out of jail who have a small bond that they can't afford, $100, they're posting their bonds or bail for these people um, and giving them a chance to have their case heard and, you know, then have their freedom and whatnot. Uh, So to say for Jay-Z, who is part of the problem, in my estimate, you know, as far as trying to go to the courts to petition them to stop holding rappers accountable for things that they may have said in a song that they could have possibly done um, in real life that could have been something that was harmful, detrimental, or uh, life-ending to someone else. So there are many rappers from way back in the day all the way up to now who have said things in song that if they ended up having to go to court and someone was to go back and look at their songs, they could have caught those rappers as well. A lot of people have said things over the times that was so, so just, it was like, you know, when you hear a certain lyric, it can affect your spirit. It can affect your soul, how you feel, because of how painful that lyric is, if you can imagine how what that rapper is saying and that he can do. And then if they put a video with it and then the, the lyrics match up to what the so-called artist is trying to display in the song by suggesting to you, I'll run up to you and put a hole in you. And then there's a guy who someone's affiliated with who owes someone money and he didn't pay him his money. And in the video, he's got a doll in the video where he's looking like one of the Run DMC members and with a gold chain around his neck, how he's going to do this gold doll, this doll, um, in this song because of whatever the case may be about his bread. And then we come to find out, dear beloved, Jam Master J was found in his studio with a bullet in his head, right in the middle of it. Damn. I mean, rappers say things, and if you go back and look at that, you can say, well, dang, you know, but see, you can you can look at it, and, and he can imagine this is what he's so mad about it because you didn't pay him, and it's not the it's not that you you know, uh, like I don't got money. It's just the principle you didn't give me mine. So, the the thing about it is, today, and leading up from the last fifteen years, it's been a constant, constant way of imagining the outcome of other rappers and it's there's a certain beef and it leads to lyrics that would suggest retaliation or carelessness of the lyrics to where you don't care that you say i i'm going to get you 
and, you know, how I'm going to do it or whatever. But now it's gone further. Let's say, look, I'm going to put a, I'm going to put 10 stacks on your head. So now I'm I'm out the picture because now I'm putting somebody else up to do this. And this is what you're hearing more and more in these rap songs, more and more, just like this one here. We were on the air, and Little Boozy was killed, or what was it, Little Dolph, Young Dolph. And yeah. I said that when it comes to find out, it was like a day or two later, we were talking about it. And I said, when it comes down to it, it's going to find out that it's going to be one of those rappers that did this to him. And this is what I think I heard somebody say tonight, that one of the rappers did this. So I kind of knew that this was because of the lyrics of Young Dolph led to him being killed because his lyrics are so toxic. And, And so for these rappers now to... Paint this picture like, okay, here's Young Dolph. He get killed, and then now four days later, we gonna go over this spot, and we gonna just like, um, we gonna just, we gonna make something here, and we gonna put up this tombstone, Young Dolph in the background, and this is to suggest to like in a subliminal way, even though you can see through it, it ain't even that subliminal. That yeah, we did this. We did this, and we proud of this, and this has been the blueprint of the rap game in the videos and in the music for the last 15 years going in this trending way to tell you, okay, yeah, I did this, or we did this, or my man did this, or I told somebody else to do this. Yes, sir. Okay? And then once, once, they get to that point now. This is the thing that they how this is how in which they um, um, rationalize and and try to have a have a common way of understanding what's what this message is here. So everyone's going in that trending way to tell that message, like okay. I ain't going to straight up say I did it, but I'm going to let it be known in my video that we, my people, did that because we had beef with him. Y'all can't say I did it because he know he put money up for it to get done and two people ran up and did it, and he was at home or somewhere else. You see what I'm saying? So he got an alibi uh, or it was a straight up, jealous rappers who they can in their videos and songs that they make. Now it's okay for them to lie about how much money they got and how much drugs they selling. It's cool to lie about how many women they got. It's cool to say and lie about this rented car, say they own it and they rented it for a video shot, you know, something like that. Couple yeah. people rented some video, some cards, and now they think you know, and they go post up near some rich person's house or something, and, and act like that's their house, whatever the case may be, right? And so now it's cool to lie about your lifestyle, but at the same time, Jay Z saying it's not cool to uh, to tell the truth when it's blatantly uh, convicting. It's blatantly true. 
So, but no, you can yeah. lie about your lifestyle. I got big rims, all this. I got all this money. Meanwhile, you broke. You trying to do a robbery. You trying to get some money. You trying to figure out a way how you going to get to this way that you've been talking about. Like you gonna rob a bank. You gonna you gonna you gonna try to break in some house and steal jewelry or do some kind of jewelry theft yourself or with some people organized crime like they do. You trying to get to that point and you talking like you big and you got it like that. So it's kind of like it's real deceptive for Jay-Z, who every person that I know got some skeletons and stuff in their closet. And Jay-Z's songs, he got a whole bunch of stuff in there, too, that's just – he's not telling the truth about a lot of stuff. Matter of fact, a lot of his his lyrics are, aren't even his. Like, he's even admitted that he doesn't write lyrics that – you know, he's a biter, not a writer. You know, he's even said that, what I just said. Like, so he gets ghostwriters and has had ghostwriters for his whole entire career. I'm telling you, from Jazz O, from where it started. Like, his name ain't even nowhere yeah. near Jay-Z. Like, how you get a name yeah. like Jay-Z and your name is Chris, I'm, uh, Sean? Like, and, yeah. and then Carter. Like, where's the damn J and the Z? Where? No, because it don't exist. His name came straight from the the one who birthed him into rapping the way that he did when he first started, and his name was Jazzo. Jazzo yeah. is the and most. His... Go ahead. Now, I was going to say, though, but like very fast, but, but okay, even with that, there's a video. It's like 16 minutes long, though, that we had to play, but I don't know. I might not play it, but even with that, in that video, they have shown it was a rapper. Here's a mother. Her son was killed. They didn't know who actually probably killed him or whatnot. But this fool, so-called rapper, put these lyrics in his in his songs, admitting, you know, acknowledging that he did this to this person and barely sniffed on himself, and that's how they, they solved the crime. We would probably have a lot of unsolved murders. It'd probably be a lot of unsolved murders because, like here in this city, with the with the homicide rates they got going up, they have a lot of unsolved murders. If it wasn't people probably coming forth, maybe saying something, turning people in, like even the young dog situation, a lot of people turned them guys in and told her what happened. So even with that, so if they have this probable cause, if this lyric is a, a lyrics from this song. If this rapper that said, hey, man, show that this person is involved. So if these lyrics are the only thing that's linking this person, all the evidence, like you said, he got a video. He fool made a video showing it. You mean to tell me we can't use his probable cause to get this person? Here's a, a mother. I mean, here's a, here's a father. Father got killed. He had children. He had a wife. He had family members who's grieving that his murder, but they got all this evidence from this rap song or video, but they can't use it because this just was, this just uh, 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 what do you call creative expression. We can't use this to get his ass to incriminate him to lock his ass up because it's just self-expression. And then here's the thing they use, and they come on back in the day. I'm gonna say this and let you come on back. But here's this thing they're using. They say, our lyrics are just a creative form of self-expression in our entertainment. Now, if I just said, Brother Justin, don't take this person. I'm just going to use you just for example right fast. I'm not saying I'm going to do this mm-hmm. to you. But if I, if I say, Justin, when I see you, man, I'm going to kick your ass, bro. You wait till I see you. I'm going to kick your goddamn ass. 
Am I not expressing myself? My ain't I'm gonna kick this brother's behind when I see him. I'm expressing myself, right? That's my yep. expression. And I might do it when I see him, but it's yep. just not expression. They saying they rappers just creative self expression. What 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 did what, mm. what the NWAC NWA say? Express yourself. So all of a sudden, I'm expressing myself. Like Young Dolph and, and what you call them, they was expressing themselves. I'm going to do this to you. I'm going to do that. And, hey, we got a young brother dead. Here's a young brother right fast. Uh, 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 just got murdered, what, a, uh, a month ago, what, January? Yeah, not this month. Draco, Draco, the ruler. Draco, the ruler. Remember I talked about how he was just killed a couple of weeks ago, brother. He was killed at a concert with Snoop Dogg, and all he was stabbed to death backstage. And remember, in his music, where he had got off on a murder charge some time ago, and now he was stabbed at a concert. Even with that, man, mm-hmm. see, you rapping this shit, man. Like I said, but you, like I said, man, you live by the sword, you get stuck up, as Fred Sample would say. Even in this thing that you're rapping this stuff, man, it might be another fool who take you personally. I'm going to tell y'all something. I, I, I watch a lot of movies on television. I mean, on some of these, like, uh, what you call it, Amazon Prime. And I just watch it to see this the mindset and just how things go. It's like a lot of that gangsterish shit, dope game thing on some of these shows. It's, it's, it might be some real negative shit. But I, just, I sit there and just watch it to study it, to analyze it. And a lot of this shit really goes on in the street. And it, it, show, it was one I just watched before we did the show called Cross, Crosses or something. Maybe how they cross each other out. And this shit actually really happened in real life. Cutthroat shit that we see every day. Drug dealing gang, person, you know, he, he, he got this connect. He trying to connect with this person to get, you know, to get his money bag and get his dope. And then he get connect, And they all cutting each other's throat in the process, you know. I watched this shit to see it because this shit really happened. We we say this entertainment, but this shit actually happened. But come mm-hmm. on, Chief, come on back in here, Dave. Come on, Chief, uh, right fast, Dave. I had cut you off too. Me that damn Bible was on the table. Just come in here. Bring the Bible in here. Just talk. Just just shut the fuck up, man. Me the damn Bible over there. Nobody asked you to bring it until I asked you for it. You and Justice sounded like some rappers today. Y'all sound like y'all battle rapping. <laughs> battle rap. Yeah. yeah. Shit. Well, look, and, and let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, Justice. I'm, I'm going to get out of scripture for your ass. <laughs> as long All as right, it's a so black Jesus, we're good. All uh, right. Yeah, we don't we don't praise Jesus over here. And Chief, you missed it though. I did come in the show today. I'm, I'm gonna say this when I did just right fast, Chief. I did come in here and I played this. I'm glad I mentioned, it. brother. I'm glad the brother mentioned this. I played DMX. Lord, give me a sign. I played that for a reason to come on now. Even though he was talking about Jesus, and you know we tonight only though, but I did this for a sign because even with even with 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 um. DMX and his struggle with himself, his battle. Y'all, everybody knows the brother's story. Mm-hmm. At least that brother knew that he had a struggle and he was struggling spiritually. Yeah. And he might have said, you know, Jesus, what not. I, I'm not even, I'm not even tripping on that. But the brother knew that something was in that song. He knew he had a struggle. He was in all his other That's stuff. Right. He knew they went the way with drugs and all of this. 
That's why I played that song intentionally, and it was not none of this other stuff. At least the brother knew, hey man, I need. Hey, well, he like to say, hey man, I need, I need, I need somebody to help me. Hey Lord, I can't do this on my own. I'm trying. He I need his your humanity, help. man. Yeah, like hey. and this is why I played him. And this is why I choose, I played that song to open up the show. Go, y'all go ahead, man. I, I just say I, I really not played that because he knew in his struggle. Go ahead, uh, right. Dave. Now, now let me get the scripts out. Leviticus, uh, uh, Exodus twenty and uh, three. It says, "Thou shalt have no other gods before me." Then it says, Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water beneath the earth. Now, the reason why I bring up that scripture about the graven image, because when we're looking at, um, the, like I said, idol worshiping, and like I brought up earlier about Joshua, how when Joshua had, uh, when he had threw some dust on his head and then the other people started following Joshua, something that I was trying to bring up earlier, you know, before justice cut me the hell off, um, was we shouldn't just look at, you know, a lot of just the, Rappers who are out with it, like the Snoop Dogs, the Tupacs, the YNW Mellies, the NWAs. So what I was trying to bring out was when we're looking at um, Ice Cube, okay? Now, before Ice Cube had, before Ice Cube had, after he had got all his knowledge from Khalid Muhammad and, you know, we know Ice Cube was once a member of the Nation of Islam, which they called him O'Shea X. Um, Ice Cube, after, you know, all, all the Khalid years and stuff, you know, Ice Cube had went back to rapping, you know, that gangster rap shit and all that killing this and killing that, he went back to that. So I want to know what makes you go from, you know, gangster rap, all this is wrong, to all of a sudden, oh, let me go back to being a gangster rapper. What makes these brothers that have, that do get knowledge go back to the streets? When we're looking at another example besides Ice Cube, when we're looking at Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg uh, became a member of the Nation of Islam. Farrakhan had them all up at Savior's Day. You know, a couple years ago, Snoop Dogg went back. He went from that spiritual Snoop to all of a sudden, now he's going back to the bitches and hoes and all that stuff. They say he's supposed to be performing at the Super Bowl this year. Now, these brothers got knowledge itself. Why is it they get this knowledge and then go back to it? Then go back to the street life. You know, 
if this is the key and the answer for cleaning black men and black women up who are in this industry, then what makes them backslide back into this industry? You know, so that's something that, you know, I, I want you all to take a look at it from that. Because I think we do have it's because they're too strict, Chief Rabbi. They're too strict. Now, you know what, brother? I want to take it back. I want to take it back somewhere. And I heard that Carlos said something, too, but I want to let him come back in, too. But I want to take it back, Chief. See, what you, what you brought it to, you took it to the West Coast. You took it to the West Coast. Let's bring it back to the East Coast, where they say hip-hop actually originated. Now, that's what we're saying. Did it, did, it, did it not supposed to originate in the East Coast? And now here's some people we talk about. We got to bring these, this group in. We talk about a lot of brothers from the nation of gods and earth, which they used to say 5% of it one time. Now, we look at a lot of those rappers from up north. And notice, now here's the question you would have to ask, because you said the conscious or the brothers of knowledge itself. You mentioned Ice Cube down with Nibbit. But let's look at those other brothers before them, the Grand Poobah, the uh, Lord Jamal, and, and brothers on that level, uh, was it Rakim Allah? Now, those brothers who we knew, who we know from the, the, the gods and earth who were having the knowledge, you know, uh, the 120s. Now, do we see even those brothers out there rapping this detrimental stuff today? Did they go from that, that, that real knowledge of self? to getting into this stuff that, that we see today. Now, even what you mentioned, Ice Cube, the Snoops, and we can't look at that, that West Coast been banging. And and remember now, we talk about the NWA, we talk about the trans, transformation of what we call the conscious hip-hop to the gangsterism in the West Coast. So mm-hmm. that that really is a disqualifier. And this mm. is my, my opinion. That's a disqualifier. Because you can take it back to the East Coast because that's when we say we look at public enemy them, talk about fight the power to these hoes ain't nothing but bitches and tricks. Excuse my language, y'all. But y'all know what I'm saying. It went from there. Mm-hmm. And we talk about, and we know the history, how they changed hip-hop from the conscious to the, to the unconscious, I would say. But we don't that's see, right. do we see any of those conscious brothers from back in the day rapping this stuff to, like they got today? Like, just say like our brother, uh, uh, man, what's my, what's my good brother name? Buster Rhymes, them. Do we see them? Did they change over to that hip-hop nope. or today? Did they see them? Nope. That, that's what I'm saying. And and that's what I want to look at. Damn, with Ice Cube, them who was already grew up out there banging, we don't see these dudes. Right. We don't see the guys in Earth, them switching over and transferring. Now you hear them with a, I see you, the brother uh, 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 Wise Intelligence. Still going back, yeah. like he rocked this well, fucking right, joint. They ain't changed over, yes, sir. Right. They ain't changed over, brother. Y'all go nope. ahead, brother. I just had to throw that in now. Yeah, the the old school rappers have a fan base around the world, right? Their core income is their original hits. So if they made the switch over, they would lose their market because they can't compete against a twenty year old mumba rapper. They, you know, it's just like you 60, 50 years old, it's just not happening. Marketing-wise, the young, the young girls, 18, aren't going to be like, oh, wow, he's so sexy. So I think that's out for most older guys that are, you know, 40, 50, 60. But also many of the older guys have more ethics. 
they have more of a moral position. Word. So whether they were Nation of Islam or Rastafarians or Five Percenters or Zulu Nation, they're coming with a foundation and a whole posse of people looking at them cross-eyed if they try to come out with that other stuff. They're like, dude, what there you, go. you know? So they're held accountable. <laughs> Some of these other dudes have no one to hold them accountable. They come from maybe a tough home setting. Their posse is a few boys that maybe sling a bit of drugs. They ain't no big time ballers. And they got the opportunity to make a hundred, two hundred thousand in a year, maybe more. Nobody's gonna pull them over and be like, Yo, you Zulu, what the fuck is wrong with you? You nation of Islam. You a five percenter, you a Rasta, one of the certain groups around you know, uh-huh. they don't have that foundation. Right. So I can understand why they would make that switch over. But I also think it's important for us not to think that everybody has to be NOI or Zulu or 5% or black Christian because some black folks are black Buddhists, black atheists. That's why we need the diverse communications where people can come out and say, yo, man, I'm a black Buddhist. What's up? And people are like, oh, shit, what the fuck is a black Buddhist? And they drop some info. It doesn't mean you have to convert to Buddhism. But what it means is it opens your mind to other people's perspective, and it makes us more worldly to negotiate and navigate the system, you know? So, yeah, man. I met a black Buddhist Buddhist not too long ago, and he was telling me some things. I was like, wow, man. But I didn't get too deep into it, but he did say, yeah, I'm a a Buddhist. I said, wow, okay. Uh, (laughs) Yep. And I got a song uh, I'm loading up right now. It's gonna say, uh, uh, I see some KR. I listened to it one day. I didn't listen to it clearly, but the new KRS one. I can't say. I probably messed his name up, y'all. It's my favorite Lowe's rapper. Honey. My favorite rapper. <laughs> yeah, you you heard his new song, the beginning. I did. I ain't really feeling it like that, y'all. I mean, you know, I think that he had his time. This lyric thing, you know, like they used to be. So. I think I'm probably yeah. better rapping than Karis One at this point, but yeah, I didn't like it that much either. But I like, ah, but you know, you know, I just not yeah. Good. But you know, uh, I guess yeah. they, like you said, like the, the brothers saying, they're trying to steal because they got a fan base, so they're trying to come back with their fan base a little bit to put some stuff out. But I like I said, they ain't lyrics. trying to go with that mumble rap bull crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they mm-hmm. lyrics, they need to be more 2021, 2022, like using terms that the, the children are using in the, today's music, but flipping it and using it in another kind of way, you know, like with positive still uh, usages of the music and the messaging that still can be done by these rappers who have retired, but if they came out today and would just kind of advance their vocabulary to fit today's time and not use, like, those 1995 words that KRS-One's using today, like, kind of really talk about things and use terms like Facebook and Twitter and things that kind of throw things in there and relate to a little bit better instead of the old-time type of rap that really that fan base, like, they're older now and barely listen to music like they used to. So he's not going to really relate or really, you know, get any younger fans to get on board because his terms and his terminologies are outdated, in my opinion. Well, isn't that a part of our problem, though? The Rolling Stones, the Grateful Dead, except the ones that died, meaning the white groups can keep going. The Bee Gees, the one guy is left and he's still torn. 
They still doing the country stars. They still do it. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying there's a deeper problem in our community where our heroes of hip hop and reggae and all that have to switch it up in order to get a newer market as opposed to getting the respect from the newer market. You go to Rolling Stones shows, you see young white people, young, right? Because their parents make sure they listen. That's the Rolling Stones. And then the Rolling Stones give us credit. They say, yo, it was black American artists that motivated us. But we got to keep reinventing ourselves because our young people are not learning the legacy. So there's no connection between the generations. And without that connection, young people are like, fuck these old niggas. Who the hell are they? Like, we want to hear something young. I got to get this brother a lion, man, because you know what? I, he said, he yeah. said something else. Been, I got to get him a lion on that one. Hold on, hold on. Like, come on, come on, Dane. Don't. Because <laughs> he, he said just what I was thinking when you were saying that. Just like, man, and that's true. We, wh- why are we trying to, like you said, we're trying to succumb to transfer over to what, how they want. It's like we, we should come into them. Like you said, KR's yeah. one, and they should come into them. And like I said, instead of like yeah. they're respecting these, because these are, these are, what do you call, legends of this. Who The legends, the heroes, the creators. But see, look, look, we appreciate we the legends. Like when they just came to Atlantic problem. City, when they came to Atlantic City the other day, go ahead, bro. they were, you know, they performed very well. Like we, like the people who showed up, they appreciated everybody who was there, all Greg Nice and, and, and Big Daddy Kane, everybody who showed up. You know, it was it's phenomenal to still have those kind of artists. But what I'm what I wasn't what I was saying was if those artists were to okay start to perform a new song or new album today, okay, they couldn't use those type of lyrics that they're using back then. Even though it can still be hip hop, as long as you got the hip hop beat, you're gonna work it out. It's gonna work. But they're on the wrong beat. So if you could kind of guide them back to the right beat with new lyrics that's promising, that's something that's encouraging like the music used to do to us, and it would bring you back to your culture, the roots of who you are, and then bring you back to love and appreciation for life and, you know, family and things like that, like the music used to do. Today's music doesn't have any of that to offer, right? So if our older rappers, like just say, if they came out of retirement, do a new album, then bring it back to the hip-hop beat and bring the lyrics that people are going to still enjoy that is not going to be damaging or harmful to the ear of the human family, like just like they used to do. Like today's music is so appalling. Like my ears are so damaged at the end of the song that I got to go and clear my, clean my ears out because... I just heard a whole bunch of things that just was so polluting of my ears, you know? So I'm just trying to, I'm going, I'm running, I'm running on but the problem, But the problem is, like Brother Hotel was saying, man, we we are basically, as elders or whatnot, who know the right way, we are succumbing to the wrong way because we're saying, man, times is changing. Well, yeah, changing for the worse, changing for the bad. No, like I said, no, we have to let them. It's like our elders made that, now you're going to respect me. Like your mama tell you, man, you're going to respect me. Pop like man, this is my house. You gonna respect me in my house? This is my rules and, and the rules he got from his parents that came before him. They passed it down. But now we just like, oh man, well, you know what? Hey man, we gotta change with the time, but time change. We gotta change with the time. And y'all, you see how time and you see changing with the times. 
where we at now. You see what 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 happened to us now. It's like no respect for elders no more, and man, it just all just all crazy. You know, it's it's it's, it's crazy as hell, man. Now, so it's like gone nah, down man, so far. Go ahead. And definitely, even with the like, you're right. Even with the lyrics, I remember somebody was talking about how they. I remember somebody was saying this. I can't remember who it was. He was like, he even listened to the song where they got Laffy Taffy, you know, something how that music that that's, they they target the cheers, you know, Laffy Taffy candy. They do. And even how pop, they rap way. now, how they rap even dumbs you down. Uh, but it was something. Uh, <clears throat> okay, they got a they got a, 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 a I spoke about legends earlier. They got a so-called legends tour. I know it's supposed to be coming to Memphis. It probably comes to some more cities. Mm-hmm. Rick Ross, Trina, uh, what's the name? Fabulous. I ain't really heard. I can't speak too much on Fabulous, but uh, but Fabulous. Talk about a getting blown out a lot. They calling all of them legends now. The mm-hmm. legends of hip hop. Look at that. That's some bullshit. I'm in, but in my excuse my these damn yeah. rap rap not not now. Two chains, two chains coming. Now they the legends of hip hop now. See, and this is yeah, what the you younger can, generation is going to look at that. But go here, brother. Go here. Yeah, if you can separate the grandmasters from the New Jacks, what happens is the New Jacks don't learn the history. They don't learn the intellectual property. They don't learn the real hip-hop. So what happens is the industry loves, and there's nothing wrong with our young people on the phone now or listening, expressing their view right? It's just that we're the older ones and we have the experience and we're trying to say, look, we appreciate what you're saying, but here's how they're going to get you. They're going to replace you yep. easily because you all sound the same because the trap beats sound yep. the same because what you're talking is the same shit. They could replace you the next day. Now look at classical <laughs> music. No one in classical yep. music is saying, damn, screw that Beethoven and Bach. They're worshiping them. <laughs> yeah. In ballet, nobody is saying, okay, you know what? We're going to have to switch that up. No, they're knocking out stuff that they've been doing for 300 years. 300 right, plus years. Right. Word up, man. And yeah, look at man. look at there all kinds of genres. Look at jazz music. Look at blues. Yeah. Right? They're able to keep who they are, and they respect their – look at Shakespeare. I am those thou shalt, and people are like, oh, my God, <laughs> I want a Shakespeare ticket. But if an old mm-hmm. yeah. rapper comes out like, one, two, one, two, drop the beat. Where's my beatbox? Boo! Get the fuck out of here. And no, that's the person no, that created no, no, it. No, no, no. no I'm not Come saying on, you, bro. bro. No, no, no. I don't mean you. I'm just saying that the younger generation generally yeah. don't yeah. have the respect for the elders. So what happens is yeah. the elders either go to Europe to do shows or they work in a government job. Some people don't know. A lot of the top stars from the old school hustling quietly on a little job, MTA, et cetera. And there's no diss to it. I'm just saying they should be chilling right with a million dollars. I'll be right back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it's nothing wrong with the young people saying what they say, but us as the elders know better. You don't go to a martial arts school where there's a grandmaster and tell the grandmaster that the grandmaster needs to adjust. However, I do understand why young people say it because they don't, just don't know better. And it's okay. It's up to us to help educate them and to get these big three record companies adjusted so that they don't have us divided because the young people, we need them, um, and they need us. Otherwise, you got no future. You have no tribe, you know. That's right. Nobody uh, needs uh, you. Nobody needs you. 
This is Joe. I think I'll uh, I think I'll uh, drop in my two cents if you guys don't mind. Yeah, well, yeah, I think okay. you just did, but go ahead, Joe. <laughs> I said that to Hotep because Hotep and I oh, know each oh, other. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, we we <laughs> go on some shows. Don't be messing up sometimes. Re- we get each other. Yeah. Yeah, I was looking at your description page. I don't agree with what JC's doing. I didn't know he was doing that. But any type yeah. of speech, um, I thought you guys might be on the um, on the topic of can speech be used to incite some sort of violence as opposed to using the N-word or calling, uh, calling chicks bitches, et cetera. Even that, even if it's disgusting, free speech, if you want to monitor it by the private industry, hell yeah, you know. Don't hire them or tell you, you know, tell the opposing forces don't buy their records. But to try to encourage the government, which isn't for anyone at all, to try to limit the speech patterns of anybody unless they're actually inciting violence, then I'm, I'm not for it. Because if I don't like what I hear, I turn the channel. And the same arguments made against rap music today was made against Elvis Presley back in his day and against... Um, Oh, the Beatles, too. Yeah, the Beatles. Oh, yeah. They burned their records. As soon as the Beatles came out and said, we are more popular than Jesus, instantly all the fans started burning their records. Uh, Yeah, I remember that. That's what they could do. Yeah. Yeah, But now on this particular case. You don't like them? But now on this particular case with Jay-Z, I'm trying to do, because, you know, there have been several rappers who have been convicted because of certain... I guess lyrics in their songs actually convicting them of of crimes they have committed. So they're trying to say, well, this is just uh, a, a, a creative expression. And there, I had I got a clip, but it's like 16 minutes long. I don't really want to play the whole damn thing. But it's actually been a lot of rappers. Uh, I can tell y'all the name, but you can just look it up yourself. Um, it's called the self snitching oh. curse that a lot of these rappers uh-huh. have been actually snitching on them. They have committed murders and different crimes and actually oh, okay. put it in rap lyrics and snitched on themselves. And judges and prosecutors <laughs> have went and, and closed cases. They have closed cases that would have been a closed case, and they convicted these people because of what they've said. And this well, is what they were I mean, trying got... to block. Oh, oh I, see, I see. Oh, I see. <laughs> What yeah. about the idiots who go on Facebook and YouTube where they say, yeah, I burned down the house. Yeah, I killed Damn. the brother. <laughs> I mean, yeah. if you're that stupid, you should be convicted just on stupidity. And remember, and remember that's, yeah. that's what I said earlier, because Facebook will go, Facebook will use some stuff you said, and you can get convicted off of stuff that you did on said on Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so why so not? Wh- I mean, so why not? Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Why not? No, I'm, I'm saying I'm if you, if you commit a, a heinous crime, you you rape five women. You don't rape five women, and you put in a damn song. I oh, I geez. drop the Mickey in these women drinks. <laughs> I I date raped them in a drink, and and I don't rape these women. They didn't right. know who the damn person was, but you just put it in a rap song. Hey, convict they ass. That's yeah. my guy. Oh, well, I agree. Oh, I agree. Oh, I, okay. Well, I what? understand what the case is now. <laughs> Why is snitching okay on a record, but not if somebody does it in the community without being on a record? It should be a rule. Yo, you snitch, you snitch. If you happen to be the one that gets screwed over the snitching, that doesn't change the fact that you still snitch. Suppose it was someone else. 
You know, I don't understand the defense of it. It's kind of like, I mean, I'm not in that lifestyle, but, yo, if you kill some people, rape some people, shoot somebody's mom and say, yo, I killed his mom, uh, put it in the backyard, what, whoop, whoop, then, yeah, you go to jail. Supreme Court won't (laughs) even defend you, you know? (laughs) I don't know, Jay-Z, they making the wrong move there. (laughs) But I got to say this, I got, uh uh-oh, and I got to throw politics in this. I got, uh uh-oh, I got to throw the politics. Now, this bill, it wasn't done by Jay-Z then, but they are backing this bill. It's supposed to have been, according to the Rolling Stones, it's supposed to have been rappers like Meek Mills, Big Sean, Fat Joe, Yo Gotti, um, and there was some more, Kelly Rowland. I've seen some more big names in there who's all bagging it. But it was actually a, a bill that was put forth by two Democratic senators. And it's awfully got that. And see, this is why, and I got to throw my politics, my politics now. I'm not telling y'all to bag the Republicans, but I keep, like Malcolm keep telling y'all, you keep trusting these goddamn liberals, and here it is again, they don't give a shit about you when you're in the black community. They want you to kill yourself. They want you to, that's why, again, you look at every black city where predominantly black people, like Baltimore, when uh, 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 Elijah Cummings was there. He crying about the people at the goddamn border, the Mexican, but he didn't give a shit about his constituents in there and in the, those rat-infested neighborhoods and stuff. And I'm not talking about y'all, Baltimore. That's what that's what was put out there. But there was all of these things that happened in the black community, the high crime rate that goes in the black community. We got all these Democrats. Memphis right now got Democratic mayors. Damn near all the Democrats are running. The crime rate is out the goddamn Richter scale. They have named Memphis as the as the number one most violent city in the nation right now. And I damn it, I live in Memphis. I can tell you, God damn it, it is shit. dangerous as shit here. Mm. It's like this, this, this worse than, I don't know, damn near like Chicago. But they named Memphis the worst city in, I mean, the most uh, violent mm. city in, in, in the nation right now. But these are ran by Democrats. So it, it, it would be fitting that these Democrats would want shit like this because they want you to kill yourself. Look at the Chicago with Mayor Lightfoot. Oh, uh, when 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 even Trump was talking about, well, hey man, when he ran, hey, we need to stop all this killing. Now they call him a racist. Now they call Trump a racist, but here's a racist trying to say, hey man, y'all black people need to stop killing each other. We need we gonna see some help and they clean this shit up. The Democrats were like, no, no, leave them alone. Them our niggers, <laughs> let them kill each other. That's their constitutional right to kill each other. They got the right to kill each other. Leave them alone. And they blocked them from mm-hmm. going and stopping black people from killing each other. They, they, see, and that, that's fitting that Sean, that Jay-Z and all of them would bag these Democratic senators from stopping black people from getting convicted of, uh, of, of, of having evidence, real probable cause in rap songs and videos to get convicted of a murder for kill, doing what? Killing another black individual. They're not, rap- they not talking about killing the Klan. They're not talking about killing the skinhead. They're t- not talking about killing fucking Russia right now. When Russia come out, America's on the verge of going to war with, with Russia. They're talking about killing uh-huh. other black men and women and doing it. But they say, no, you shouldn't convict them. Let these niggas kill each other. And excuse my language, y'all. But let, these, let our niggas kill each other. It's a goddamn shame, but y'all hollering about Black Lives Matter. Yeah. That's well, wasn't rant, Trump, though, not proposing social services and critical race theory, but more law enforcement to solve the problem? I don't, I don't agree with is, critical race. I don't agree with critical race theory. 
No, yeah, but you know my, my I, point and, is and the reason I say that, that Trump, because I think it. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, no, what I'm saying is that Trump's solutions would not be ones that mean that the black community isn't overly policed. It would be a solution. No, that it would, his solution would be that we're overly policed. So, yeah, I want you black people to stop killing each other. Therefore, I'm going to increase the cops in your community as opposed to something like, well, why is there the violence? Maybe it's a jobs issue, which is actually probably 80% of the problem. Folks got no jobs. They, some of them pick up a gun. Not all, but a large proportion. Mm-hmm. Folks are stressed out. Somebody else is in jail. They don't have good mentors. Okay, who is my mentor? The dude in jail. That's my father. Okay, I'm going to emulate my father. I don't think Trump mm-hmm. was thinking like that when he said solve our problems. So, yes, yeah, sometimes people say they're going to help you, but then the help you get doesn't really help. It puts you back in a pickle. Yes, they may get more people in jail, but there will always be a new drug dealer on the street because there's the need. People self-medicate. Why are people self-medicating? If Trump had looked into that, maybe who brings in the drugs? Uh, some of the cops helping. How are the Colombians involved? How is the Jewish mafia involved? How is the Italian mafia involved? The easy fix is to blame black young people and lock them up and shoot them and frisk them as opposed to the deeper social causes. So I'm more democratic, even though sometimes the Democrats do some crazy stuff that's just unbelievable. All the time. But, but here, here, here's the situation. Now, here's the situation with black. I'm, and, I'm, and I'm black. I'm not saying this shit. Y'all don't think I'm not black. Here's my thing with our people. See, the thing I look at with Republicans, see, we, this is the problem with the Democrats have messed black people up. We always, we, we look for them to give us handouts and always want to hold our hand and, 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 and act like they're going to fix the fucking problem for us. But here's the thing about it. Like I said, I'm like Jane Brown. Brain, Jane Brown told us clear. He says, just don't give me, what is that? How does it sound? It sounds like, don't give me Don't give me a hand or give me a help. Don't give me, yeah. No. Right. Yeah, don't give me so a, I, get don't get, I don't want a hand out. I want to hold. I want a hand up. Yeah. Yeah. Just give me the opportunity. And here's what the thing that's mostly that black people look at it. Well, like, bro, I ain't fucking with them Republicans because they ain't, they don't promise us to give us shit. Don't give me nothing. Just give me the only thing I want is the opportunity. Just stand your ass out my way. Don't you ain't got to give me nothing. If you just if I just had the opportunity, yeah, I can make a way for myself. And what's happening right. with a lot of Democrats, they keep promising you shit and not giving you nothing. And this is what we keep looking for, free cheese, free this, and free that, government subsidies, uh, uh, what you call social programs. And you keep getting screwed all the time. It's like even with, even with him just acknowledging, just saying, hey, man, y'all got a problem. Y'all are killing each other. And, and nobody else is coming out saying that shit. Wasn't no Democrats. Hillary didn't want saying that shit. No, even Obama didn't want coming out, even acknowledging these type of things. But but even the Democrats now, like, they don't even see no problem with it. They know it, but they don't even see a fucking problem. The, Demo, uh, the, the, the mayor ran here in this city. He ran off the, the, the notion of cleaning up crime in this city. But, hell, every year... Since he's been in office, the crime rate has went up every year. So it's like, again, black people, that's why, and I heard this the other day, when, when, when Joe Biden came up there talking about his first year, and, man, I damn near fell out of my chair. One of the reporters got up there and said, well, what about your, uh, she said, what about the black voters, your main constituents? 
your main constituent. I damn near fell out of my chair like, oh, shit. They telling y'all, black folks, <laughs> that basically y'all are the one. And they told you that black people are the backbone of the Democratic community. I mean, the Democratic Party, especially black women. She said, what about the black voters who are your main constituents? What about the I was like, oh, there it is. I'm like, oop, there it is. Nothing. You ain't getting shit. They, all they going to do, why are we going to do this for you? Like Malcolm said, you put them first in one of his grassroots speeches. You put them first, and they put you last. Now they don't even consider you no more. They don't even consider you. So even with, like, and, and one thing that Trump did tell him, we talk about, because the, the brother did mention about jobs here in America. And he was talking about the jobs. And when, when, when the Democrats still, like, when they opened up the goddamn floodgates for people to come in America, oh, come on in here, come on in here. And we're paying billions of dollars, those as taxpayers, billions of dollars for people who could just jump the fence. Now, I work every day. I put in the, pig, I put in the piggy bank. They take out all these damn taxes from me. And I, when I lose my job or something I need, or maybe I, I have a health problem, I can't work no more, and um, – I, I catch hell trying to get some goddamn help. You know, even I put in the, even though I put in the piggy bank, I'm trying to get some money out because I, I need disability or whatever. Shit, they won't give me shit. But if you jump the damn fence as an immigrant or whatnot, hey, you, you automatically going to get health care. You're going to get food stamps. You're going to get a check every month. They're going to take care of you. But here's what Trump was saying. He's like, uh, the, the resources are already scarce in the black neighborhood. And they're pouring in, pouring in. These people from other countries in America, like the Mexicans, and none, none against my Latino brothers and sisters, but they're pouring these people in here in already a scarce resource community, and y'all are going to fight for those scarce resources. And they're really going to give them to them more than they're going to give it to you. And he's like, and this is what's happening to the black community. Then they, they're not going to go move in what Nancy Pelosi them live at. They're not going moving in what Nancy Pelosi, hell, not even Maxine Waters. They come in and living amongst us. They they cool. About, but this yeah. is the game that we keep getting played. So this is the whole thing going back. I'm shut up. But these Democrats are proposing again. This is only again. Because now if it had been something where they were, just say if these rap lyrics was affecting any other community, and I'm just going to use the white community, the Jewish community, whoever community, they would be like, uh-uh, uh-uh, hell no. Yeah. Ban that shit. <laughs> Today, as long as they talking about I'm gonna kill uh-huh. another black man, I'm gonna uh, disrespect another black woman, and all of this shit. Hey man, this is freedom of speech. You can say what you want to, as long as you don't. What they say, freedom of speech. As long as you don't offend anybody, you better not offend white people. No. You better not offend the Jews. Uh, That's your ass. No, it's not uh, with freedom of speech. Not that you can't offend somebody. I mean, Supreme Court says you can. For all practical purposes, you can offend anybody you want. You just can't yell, fire in a crowded theater. You can't lie, and you can't incite violence. But even, they even stood up for uh, – who's that guy that was the head of Hustler? Um, he was very oh, um, prominent. In Hugh Hefner name. or something? Was that you? Uh, no, Hefner, Larry, Hefner was Playboy. Uh, was Playboy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I know you. I can't even pronounce yeah. his name right now. I don't know my magazine <laughs> yeah. like, like you all. Larry something, wasn't right? <laughs> it? <laughs> It was something yeah, like he that. Died. But, um, he was he died. Very, yeah. Yeah. Um, he was yeah. Very, very prominent in making sure that the First Amendment would stand up because he, they wanted to shut him and Playboy down and the penthouse because, ooh, 
pornography, but it was freedom of speech. Freedom of speech means the government can't do shit. If we, as the people, don't like what we see or hear, we can turn the channel, not buy the magazine, or boycott. That's our freedom. That's the way we get things done. But if you give government the power over everything that we think should be a law for, you know what that's going to happen. The government's going to be um, the biggest oppressor of all. They are the biggest hey, oppressors of all. When you think, yeah. Joe, the example wasn't that the government would shut game. people down, but that black rappers are not able to go on radio and say, let's kill us some white women. Fuck it. What? Let's kill us some white It just wouldn't happen because the private sector would shut them down, not the government. The government wouldn't have to step in. Was it freedom of speech? Was it freedom of speech when Nick Cannon spoke against the so-called Jewish community and then they went out to him? Was he was he's not exercising freedom of speech? What they were saying about the Jewish community? But I don't know. He didn't say go. He didn't say let's put him in the oven. Let's kill him. What did he say? He didn't say anything. I can't remember exactly what he said, but he didn't say nothing about. He didn't say nothing. He didn't advocate violence against them. But you just well, telling the same history, thing with, they were um, talking about history. So when you say anything about the so-called Jewish community, ain't no goddamn such thing as freedom of speech then. Mm-hmm. No, because the ADL steps in, but that's a private organization. Same thing with um, Elijah, not Elijah Muhammad. Who's the one of the uh, the na- Nation of Islam? Who's the head of that? Um, the one who's accused of being anti-Semitic? Whatever he says... The government should have nothing to do with it because he does not incite violence against Jews. He says Jews control the economy, the world, and yada, yada. He may be right. He may be wrong. But who cares? Government, stay out of it. That's his right to express his opinion. But he would get censored for that shit, though. So, that, so that's what I'm saying. Even though you said, well, you're not, you, yeah. you're not, you're not, he's not advocating, he's not advocating violence against them. He's just telling history. There's a book I have called the uh, uh, the Thirteen Tribe by a so-called Jewish guy himself. Right? Yeah. Who they who they claim to kill themselves at Arthur Kessler. Shit, you better not bring and talk about that goddamn book. The information in that now you will get damn censored. And remember, you can't talk about that Trump. Was you can't talk. The, you can't talk about anybody nowadays. Big tech will censor yeah. everybody who's not um, who's not in their um, their line of thought, and their line of thought oh, is who? you can't say anything. Yeah, big tech. Yeah, Google, Facebook, and who's yeah, behind tech. a lot of that? And all that you mean, who's behind a lot of that? They're censoring doing the censoring. That's the it's government. A lot of rich liberals. Oh, okay. yeah. he, the brother, uh, 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 what you got? Hotel just said it. Hotel yeah. just said the magic word. What you say, brother Hotel? It's a lot of rich liberal billionaires. Goddamn. And baby. the CIA. <laughs> yeah, CIA. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the lion is biting. Yeah, you, you, you should have been on Jeopardy, Hotel. You'd be winning this motherfucker yeah. tonight. Well, Sigmund and, and that guy, the lion guys, Sigmund and Freud, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was that, a tiger. That is exactly yeah. right. Oh, again. He got bit. Yeah, he got bit in yeah. the ass too. Then he, he almost yeah. got yeah. killed by his tigers. <laughs> yeah, he died later. Though. Yeah. And, and the he same did. people that his brother said he said the liberals are the same people when we saw cities in America being burned down under the uh, under the name of Black Lives Matter and all of this false flag ass racial shit that they was pushing. 
again, using black people as pawns to get involved in some stupid shit again. Uh, these were just the liberals. And I noticed there ain't no black, no cities being burned down now that Joe Biden's in there. It's awfully strange, huh? And you ain't been hearing nothing about Black Lives Matter no more. Damn. That's awfully strange now. As soon as you got the elected. Democrats took over. As soon as you got elected. Yeah. Uh, that ain't, ain't that strange. Maybe it's a coincidence. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it's a, it's a coincidence. Yeah, it could be. But this, sure. It is what it is. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what they want us to think. Yeah, that's what they want us to think. <laughs> See, when you... The Republicans didn't order offer a better alternative than Democrats for most black people. Richard Nixon's Southern strategy that divided Latinos from blacks, which is a part of the reason why we see some of the drama between our two groups now, you know? So I think most black people look at it and if they hear something nice, they rather go with that than not hearing anything nice. You're dating women and one says, you know what? You're never going to get with me. You're ugly. I don't like you. And the next one says, Hey baby, come on, you know, you have a chance. So we've been going with this promise for a few decades. Yeah. Of course, nah. the Democrats don't deliver, but it's better than there you go. the Republicans. You know? <laughs> but see, that's the, that's the Republicans. I now, I, I got to use the Bible again. I got to do it, Justice. I'm sorry. I got to do it. Uh-oh. But when you read in the book of Genesis, what they call about a sheep, and talk about the Genesis story, it says the serpent was the more subtle creatures of all the beasts of the field. That's the Democrats. They always, they're the most subtle. They always going to promise you some shit, like the, like he was saying, but never live up to the bar. That's why I said again, that's why black people, we don't we don't vote for the Republicans. They ain't going to offer you shit. They're not going to promise you a goddamn thing because they already know what the fuck I'm going to. Look, they only, I only get 5% of their vote. Why should I even, even try to appeal to them? I'm only going to get 5%. You know, the Democrats going to get. At least the lowest they would get is 80, 82% of the vote. Yeah. Why should we even try to appeal to them? We're wasting our goddamn mm. campaign. It's wasting our time. So why should we? So, like, fuck it. Because, you know, like I said, just give me, stand your ass out the way. If you just say, look, man, we're not going to promise. We're not going to try to offer you shit. All that we're going to do is just, just make sure you have an opportunity. It's like I was talking about last, last, uh, last show. I was saying how America is um, everybody flocked to America because they heard that this is the land of opportunity. This is the land of so-called opportunity. You know, and people come here because they this is what they are told. So even if they're not told when you get here, you're going to be, well, they probably do some people, but really not told so much that you, when you get here, we're going to promise you're going to get a car, you're going to you know, get some land. Hey, we're just going to make sure you have an opportunity to go for sale. And this is all that's I mean, this just for me myself. This is all I need. I don't give a fuck. You ain't got to give me nothing. Just get your ass out of my way. But we have a lot of these Democrats. Uh, I'm just I'm using the Democrats who stand in our way. It's playing like they're going to be our advocates. To oh, we're going to make sure you get this. But actually, the whole time we look at, they're making sure you stay your ass at the bottom. And the Democrats or the public like, man, we look. I'm not going to give you shit. They just outright look. I'm not going to give you shit. All I live, all of my job, you look at what a conservative is and all that whole thing about a conservative, you don't see any shit in there. They talk about, well, we got to give the people nothing. You don't see shit in there about when it says what a conservative is and what a conservative is. They don't see shit in there about giving people nothing. It's about, like, you're just going to make sure the government give you an opportunity. And from there, you go for yourself. 
And maybe some. No, they do offer protections. Out. Trump did to um, the average white person. You saw it in many of his speeches. He drummed up a lot of the racial rhetoric, which unfortunately some white brothers and sisters went for. And then, of course, we didn't vote for him because he drummed up that rhetoric. We went for the Democrats that made the promises who only deliver two pieces of chicken, but that's better than nothing at all. There has to be a better way, but, you know, we haven't figured it okay, out okay. yet. So, we'll so keep going did, you, did, you get your, did, did you get your chicken? Oh, yeah, I got three. I'm good. <laughs> oh, you got three pieces of chicken. Did it get you a biscuit? Yeah, man, yeah. Oh, God <laughs> no damn. Biscuits, they gave you some tea I'm and some biscuits, too? <laughs> God damn. Well, you on the yeah, ball, man. I'm chilling. So, you know, but yeah, politics. Well, is I just got magic, man. Well, I got some. I got some money. I didn't get chicken. I got money. Okay. I got more money in my pocket. I got less taxes in my pocket. Less taxes. I didn't want no chicken. Mm-hmm. I, I, <laughs> when I'm on the job, when I'm on the job, they do that. When the job have. They have like like they a job I be at when he's like, well, we're gonna cook dinner for everybody, man. We're gonna we're gonna have dinner. We're gonna have a lunch for everybody. You know what I tell them? I don't want no goddamn. Give me give me some goddamn money. I go buy what I want to eat. I don't, you I don't want own, you to yeah. buy for me to eat. I go buy my own. Just give me the goddamn money. So that's what I tell them. Mm-hmm. Just give me the money. I don't want you to give me no goddamn chicken and watermelon. I don't eat I don't eat watermelon any goddamn way. So just give me the goddamn money, or just cut some of back my taxes. Mm. And I, I like to see like what, what Kumo D says. How you like me now? How y'all like Joe Biden now? Y'all paying higher gas prices? Goddamn your food food prices going up. Oh, how y'all like it now? Well, you know, you know, I understand y'all got the races out of there. Y'all got the racist white boy out of there. But you know, you've been having white folks in there running shit for the longest anyway. But but anyway, despite that, long as you got the races out of there. But you know, how, how you like the high gas prices and. All these interest rates going up like a motherfucker. How y'all liking that? Y'all y'all like that pretty good. Y'all like it like yeah, y'all, it y'all sim- like that pretty good. Isn't it similar to what Republican leaders do? Meaning, it seems as though a lot of the Republican leaders point fingers at blacks or at Latinos, right, as the problem. The Democrats oh. wave a few pieces of chicken and point at, yo, we're gonna do this for you in the promised land. It seems as though all the groups are being played and the rich get richer. Every year, look at the billionaires list. They're not usually mm-hmm. getting poorer. They're going up while everyone else is fighting over some real delusionary stuff often. But it is what it is in terms of, you know, where are we going through, man? That's true. That's true. But, the, but I'm going to say, like this here, you have, an, you have an opportunity to get rich too. Do you not? Well, if you just gave an opportunity and you had came up with a, you know, some good business plan or whatnot, um, shit, you might get on there. If nobody stand in your way, put obstacles in your way, shit, you might be the one who's next rich person. But if somebody's coming like now, highest interest rates and shit so goddamn high, and you 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 can never catch up. You you have a small black business, shit, a lot of black black business went out of business. Because they can't, they couldn't keep up with the shit that was going on. This with all this COVID shit, a lot of black businesses closed down. So you, 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 you couldn't become rich and get on that goddamn rich list. So well, again, but if I'm just given the opportunity, maybe one day I can get on that rich list. But if, but if I constantly keep getting people trying to put obstacles in my motherfucking way, I never make it there. Well, see, because when I, I damn near make be... a million. They're going to take the tax. They're going to smack my ass with these taxes, and bam, there I go back in the project. 
the list of the richest Americans, financially richest, not emotionally or intellectually, because most of them are too cognitively skilled, should be very diverse. In a system that is equitable, you would see all kinds of people on that list, white people, Asian Americans, African Americans, Latino Americans, people with straight hair. I mean, that is how it would work if there were not a system in place to ensure that the ones on the top, even though they tend to be the majority, are disproportionately, just like in politics, have a certain look and a certain educational background. So look then at what the average American can do of any color, any color, and you see a little caste system. So what we have is a system that is established to push certain people to the top, old money and new money, usually white males. Not always, but usually. Then everyone else at the bottom is salami slice, it, it's called, in Eastern Europe, where you have the groups divide. Oh, well, it's you Latinos. Well, it's you black people. No, it's all you white people from the trailer parks. Not that there isn't racism for real and not that there aren't issues that the groups face, but that is really the collateral damage of a bigger capitalistic system because we are a capitalistic system, not just a republic and a democracy. We are capital. Who are the capital? Young people, the trees, the water, different groups, the poor. Everything can be capitalized on, and it started you know, a few hundred years ago, and it's been going on ever since. I don't see an end in sight at the present time. So would you, would you, would you rather have this as a socialist country? Oh, yeah, socialism is much better than, than capitalism, at least if you're thinking of other people. Now, if we're thinking of, oh, you, I'm going to oh, be richer okay. than you. Rather, go ahead. Yo, so you, yeah. so you want to you be like Venezuela? Well, you realize that Venezuela wouldn't be in its situation without the CIA attacking and without all the embargoes, et cetera. If, if it's a free market, why are socialist and even communist nations targeted so much with punishment, Cuba, North Korea, so, well, oh, this is a free market, so people are free to choose whatever God they want, whatever politician they want, as long as they don't try and hurt us in a military war, do you. But it isn't how it so works. Could, the West tends so could you to tell me what them. country right? Could you tell me what country right now is socialist who really you could look at it and say is really thriving and really working, and the people have a choice yeah, as they really want? Like, you one know, of those look, Nordic look countries China. is socialist. Go, go ahead. Who, One of those Nordic that? countries is socialist. Nordic. What about, what about, Nordic what about, what about China? As, well, I don't think China is really socialist, though. The, the, the countries may use communists, socialists, all that dem- democratic. It doesn't mean they are. Even Hitler, Germany, he, he wasn't really what he claimed to be in terms of his political system. So, no, we can, if we just have to look at the definition, not at people that claim it, somebody could come on the radio and define themselves as X, Y, Z. They may not be X, Y, Z, you know, or in your life. Hey, I'm an accountant. I come to help you. I, I know the definition. So, no, no. Socialism actually is a very intelligent system. People mm. would benefit. I wonder why it hadn't really just, when you look at the shit, it really hadn't worked as as as, as they really claim that it's so damn good but they really can't show you nowhere where it's really just worked out that damn well for certain countries. And you look well, at like capitalism you, you isn't Cuba, working either, you bro. Name. What country do you know of that is capitalistic country where there isn't all kinds of poverty and suffering? Forget the color That's of the victim. Poverty. 
Okay, well, if you you get if you had the chance to choose today, you can become a goddamn millionaire in America. You could be, you could become that millionaire. You ain't gonna do that shit if you goddamn it. If you like what they're talking about being in a socialist, they, if you if you so have a get to be a millionaire tonight, they're gonna snatch your goddamn money and they're gonna divide your money with all of us on this phone tonight. Oh, okay. I don't know, well, I don't know your mic. Thought I had all the mics open. Yeah, yeah go ahead, Alpha Mail. Okay. Thought I had all yeah, the what's happening, brother? Um, oh, did yeah, you all want to talk about that? Oh, yeah. I, I wonder where I everybody want, went. <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted to add something. Uh, Libya was a socialist country. They were doing fine until they dropped bombs on them. Mm. And the war, yeah. And killed yeah, the so, Yeah, I mean, they shared resources. Uh, they had profit sharing. Uh, you can get, you know, educated. The women were treated right. You know, they 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 were doing the damn thing. I mean, he, he got man of the year uh, right before they went over there and murdered him. So socialism can work in its true form, you know, not, yeah, not America's definition of it. And remember, he had that gold currency that was about to screw up the U.S. currency. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was coming out so with real, is, yep. Oh, but then, but, but then, like, then the Gaddafi also have black fucking people as slaves over there as well. Yeah, I think they, we don't. We forget. forget to talk about that one. Black people and, love Gaddafi. They forget to talk about this one. They forget to talk about that one. Hey, socialism. Hey, Maureen, I, yeah. I, I'm yeah, glad yeah. you brought that up. Them Arabs and DJ Khaled is another Arab that that be in hip hop that be pushing black people uh the the uh push wrong. He's real big into, you know, pushing the drug dealing rappers like Rick Ross and the Ace Hoods and all that. So DJ Khaled, he's a fucking Arab Palestinian, so yeah. I'm glad I'm I'm glad you brought that up. Them them Arabs, they got they got a big thing to do with the hip hop pushing the wrong and they also still got slaves. They worse than the than y'all talk about the white Jewish people on in Hollywood, them Arabs is worse too. Can can y'all elaborate on the uh slavery thing? Yeah, them yeah. Arabs still got fucking slaves still to this day. First yeah, one to elaborate on. Yeah. an African slave. They showed, showed they showed where his they showed where his wife had a black woman, a black sister, African sister that that in slavery, as they claim, a maid, but she was in slavery and threw acid all in the goddamn sister face. And y'all remember, even so, after that, they started enslaving. You go and look up, they started enslaving. But they claim they started enslaving the black Africans when Muammar Gaddafi got killed, but they've been doing that shit. Yeah. They've been doing that yeah. shit. Yeah. And, and, and you know just what playing else? like he was his friend just to push her, the Islam shit. And, and you know what? And that Farrakhan friend too, Gaddafi, that was Farrakhan friend. He was all yeah, like I said, pushing on And all the reason he was doing it because he was getting paid. Yeah, see, man, that's a deep, oh, that's yeah, a that's deep right. relationship with with the that's a deep relationship with Islam and black people and the Muslim Brotherhood and all of that bullshit. 
that, that, that most blacks in America, we don't even understand. Like I said, again, when you even going back and look at how he used, try to use the brothers, the Rukens, them as pawns, only to bring down America. He didn't give a fuck about them. He just wanted them to destroy his so-called enemy. He didn't give a fuck about no yeah. Africans and shit, because they not Africans. Philippians, <laughs> oh, he, he wasn't no... He wasn't no goddamn black man. See, most black people cheerleaded more Mogadavid, and more Mogadavid didn't give a shit about Africans. Well, but so, because they wanted the money, he was going to dominate the damn money, just like the damn uh, the Rothschilds dominate that financial yeah. system. But he still didn't give a fuck about no Africans. This nigga was yeah, going to be yeah, in control he, of it. He, he was African, but he had Saudi Arabian Muslim um, Islam at the top. Just like Mansa Musa, his mother was a European Jew, Mali and took it to Arabia. His mother was a European Jew as well. That Jewish blood, European mm-hmm. Jewish. I'm gonna make mind you now. She was still linked with Israel. That's right. But they didn't give a. They didn't give a fuck. That's propaganda. You keep. They keep telling you and making you think just because we see Farrakhan shaking hands with them. You gotta understand again. A lot of these earlier black Muslim relationships, they were funded by the Saudi Arabians and the Muslim Brotherhood that was over there. That's why Obama funded the Muslim Brotherhood that went in and took over Egypt and overthrew them and overthrew goddamn Muammar Gaddafi. It's all a so let me, deep let me, game, man. Let me ask you. Hey, Justin, before you stop talking, Justin, let me say something. Hey, 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 Ariad, and you know what? You're right on that. You're right on that. And and you know what? I I was talking about this some uh, about a couple of weeks ago with a uh, 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 Iranian brother, an Iranian uh, Arab that came in my chair, and he and we were talking about all uh, the Arabs and the Farsi and the Iranians and. He he was just like I told him I ain't practiced Islam for over five years. He said, "Why you stop practicing?" I said, "For one thing, y'all don't give a fuck about America. Y'all own all the fucking corner stores, and and and, and you know what he said? He said, well, Malcolm X was a black Muslim, and he found out the 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 real, and he started telling me all this bullshit." And I told him, I said, well, if you look at some of these earlier black organizations that was pushing the black power, like the UNIA and some of the, you know, the, uh, what do you call it, the, uh, the uh, uh, Morris Temple and, and all these, the, the new, the Black Panthers, all of organizations was funded by the Arabs. And I said, and and you all use black people for your financial, economical foothold to fight your, to fight other Americans because y'all got a problem with them. I said, so I didn't want to be used as a pawn and shit when I was practicing Islam. Cause I got so tired can, of. Can can I ask a question? Yeah. Okay, so Islam, the nature of Islam is no no good for anybody. Like Christianity, it, it uses black folks as pawns. I mean, you're saying Islam is the same, whether it's coming from Arabs, blacks, or whoever. I mean, would you 
Because, see, I, I don't know much well, about religion. Well, we're talking about, well, most of these religions who who's funding these organiz- a lot of these organizations. That's what we're talking about, the funding. You might see, you like it's like, again, you talk about the, 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 uh, the civil rights movement. But look who was behind the, the money, the money changes behind these organizations. You might see a black face. You got to look at, really look at the financials. Like I said, who's the money pushing these, these things? Even with, even Dr. York talked about one of his mentors back in the day, Sheikh Dawood. He was being funded by the Saudis. You got to go back to the Wahhabis, the Wahhabis and all of these brotherhoods and different shit going back to the, uh, damn, Brother Dave, what's that, what's that other one? They said, uh, uh, um, damn, Elijah Muhammad was with back in the day, some Palestinian, uh, Pakistanian. Oh, you mean um, uh, Fahd? Fahd? Uh, yeah, who Fahd was with, but it was it began with an A. I can't say the damn name now. The Ahmadiyya. Ahmadiyya. All of them pushed in. They brought their own ideology using black people. Well, religion often is a form of of nationalism. Catholicism is Italy. Um, Islam is Saudi Arabia. Christianity is typically considered Israel, the erroneous region they call Israel today. The Abrahamic faiths. They start with the Hebrew scriptures. They go into Christianity when Christ wasn't even his name. It was closer to Yeshua, right? And then they go into Islam. And all of them, their holy books, support slavery and support the suppression of women, right? Now, it doesn't mean all Christians and all Muslims and all Jews are like that because you meet some who are cool as fuck. They're just like, right? But they are not the core orthodox group. If you look at their scriptures, we're the people and people like us that are going to get screwed over. But I do think that socialism from the standpoint of Libya could work. But, yes, Libya had and still has a lot of racism. So does Saudi Arabia. So does Dubai. I mean, all their regions. So, so do the corner stores I go to. For most of them, except the Yemenis. Yemenis Muslims are cool as hell. I don't know if you all find that. I'm like, you Yemenis, Shit. aren't you? Yes, my none brother. of them motherfuckers right oh, no, no, the Yemenis are cool, bro. <laughs> Look at no, the Yemenis. All, all of, anybody to push Islam is bullshit. Man, I, I can't be friends with it. I, it, it, it's, I, I'm going to tell you something. I practiced Islam for over six years. Them Arabs, I don't care. I done met Arabs and Africans who have been cool, they have been Muslim. But let me tell you something. Behind it, they still bullshit. And this yep. is something that I, I had to, I, I'm going to tell you something. I had to, I had black brothers that was Muslim. Even after I stopped practicing. And it was just something about it. I see, you know what? Fuck it. I'm deleting all these motherfuckers out my phone. It's just, it's just something there. You can't be. It's, it's just like okay. It's just like a, 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 a dude. It's just like a dude that's bisexual. If a woman marries a man that that used to be gay. She better be aware that he's still going to have some gay tendencies, even if he say he delivered. So sure. just like a crackhead, uh, a crackhead uh, can go to rehab, he can change his life. But just know 
that he can still fall off the fucking bandwagon. You know, he's still going to have some crackish ways, you know. So that's why I said I, I, I had to really just clear my whole circle. Because I'm going to tell you something, regardless, regardless, it's still something in it to where brothers want to backslide. And I'm going to tell you something, and, and them dudes and them women who do all that cool shit, they're agents. They're agents. Yeah. They're agents. You can't play both sides, man. You can't. Yeah, like it, I said. It, it, no, and I'm just backing you up there, Chief. But like I said, you remember, I, 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 I practiced the religion of Islam for at least six, seven years myself. And you in a whole different damn state. I'm in a different whole state. Same situation, bro. It don't mean us no fucking good. I, I used to go to all of them where the Arabs and the Palestinians at. I've seen how brothers, when they go to that mosque, how you are, you, you like, you subservient to them. I went in that motherfucker one time, had on a, a shirt with a, with a black African king face on it. Shit. Like, man, them motherfuckers, they had a fit. No, take that off. You can't come in here like uh-huh. that. And they, 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 didn't come, they didn't come to me. They, they didn't say nothing to me. They sent a brother. They sent another brother to me. Hey, they, hey, they frowned down on that. They frowned down on that. And there's an African king now that I had on my yeah. shirt. They frowned down on that, brother. You got you to gotta take that shirt off. You can't just come in here like that with that shirt. I'm telling you, man. And then <laughs> this brother was a goddamn crackhead. And I, he was a crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Islam, man, you fuck with them Arab, man, that's, you, you gonna, they gonna, and they going to treat you like a fucking slave. They go, that's how they're going to do it. Like I said, you have to, we can say that, man, they can say that shit all we want to on here. But if you, you have to join in and be a part of it and see it. I, I practice Sunni. And you have to see that shit for yourself. Me too. You were a nation of you. Islam. You were Sunni. I was Sunni. Yeah, I was a nation of Islam. Now, we, I was hey. Sunni. I wore Kufis. I wore the Jalabiz, all of that shit. I was, I thought I, no. at that time, I thought I was an Arab, but they showed me you a nigga. <laughs> you like Bilal, <laughs> goddammit. You a slave. Hey, 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 Aria. And, and then another thing, I, brother, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. I, and I'm, I'm going to tell you something. I've been to Dubai. I've been to Dubai. And, that place made my ass fucking sick. I, I was supposed to go over there and take Amra. And I just, I came back after three days. It was so fucking racist over there. They go through all your shit in the fucking yeah. hotels. You at the fucking airport. Them Arabs search you worse than the damn white police here in America. So I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. So... So I'm going to tell you something. I practiced Sunni Islam for over six years, and then I joined the nation. Mm. And I'm going to tell you something. So my shit was kind of, for some reason, I didn't do like other brothers did. Even though, even though I had a knowledge about nation and Islam from a young age, and have a family that have been in that shit and other religions affiliated with, with the black movement. 
I'm going to tell you something. I said I couldn't go that way that, that way early. And so it pushed me towards Sunni Middle Eastern Islam, going to the mosque, Ramadan, you know, I would go to the mosque and be foot to foot, shoulder to shoulder. The light-skinned Arabs ain't want to keep their feet next to my feet. Yeah. Even with socks on. Even with right, socks. Bro. They like they like to move their feet on the front and prayer. You know, true, brother. And their brother not telling a lie. Like again, their brother in a whole nother state. I experienced that shit here. And and, and, and wow. I went I had I had started going to I found out it was another mosque that was here. It was black mosque, but it was under Warren Dean Muhammad, Elijah Muhammad's son. And I went over mm. there and I found that mosque because my, my mother's best friend was a Muslim. And I found out, so I started going to that mosque, and I started asking them about it. And every last one of them said, yeah, we experienced that same thing. They do not. And that's that's a, a, basically a rule in Islam, that you're supposed to stand shoulder to shoulder and, and heel mm. to heel. That way they say you keep Satan out of the ranks. So if y'all standing shoulder yep. to heel like you locked in arm, keep Satan out of the ranks. But shit, Satan's standing right beside you because he don't want to <laughs> touch you. He don't he will not let you. And you would do it. You'll put your foot. You you put your foot up into him, and you think maybe he's trying to get his position. So you you know he'll move his foot, and you'll put your foot back, and you're like, okay, he's still trying to get his position. You put your foot back again. He's like, hold up, wait a minute, wow. you move his foot again. Yeah, never heard that. Bro, that's from touching him. That's not yeah. a lot like masonry. And, and and you know what else? They like to move rows too. Like if they see that you seeing that. They'll move up a row to the lightest Muslim up a row, like, in front of you. Because they go in rows. Like, if you, like, yeah. if you, like, okay, you got rows. Like, after the Islamic sermon done called the Kutbah, they got the rows. They line up in the rows because they make you sit on the floor. You got to take your shoes yeah. off when you go in the door after you do voodoo and gusha. And then you got to... You sitting down on the ground. You sitting down on the floor, on the carpet. And I'm gonna tell you something. After the cup I done, they all line up formation in like a row, and they each got the rows. And I'm I'm being serious with you. I had a Moroccan because the mosque I went to was majority Moroccan and uh, Northern Africans. I had a couple of Pakistanians that would be in the mosque, and I'm going to tell you something. They like to, I don't know what it is, but it's like if they see you checking, you finding out how they is, even with your feet, they'll move up a row to the lightest brother in the next row. They sure will. They'll move up a row. And and yeah, I, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. I used to not wear socks, and then all of a sudden I I got me so I said okay I'm a, I'm gonna try I'm gonna pull on some socks I'm gonna keep my socks on. The motherfuckers still they still won't keep their feet next to you. And birthday, and she like you remember even with like how you might if you you better pronounce the words like they want you to pronounce or they gonna say you're doing it Show wrong. You. You better yeah. make pronounce it just like they say. They go, no, that's not right. 
like there's a saying that that uh I had her up. He was like, "Now we were locked down together." And I'm telling you, man, they they, they act like they so holy, but they stay y'all at fucking pork, the liquor, all that shit. But then I, so, I understand he said the word we was supposed to be the word say hawudu hawudu bilahi me shaitan regime hawudu. Now he wants you to say it like that. You gotta hear that hawu. You gotta have that woo. If you don't say that, like, no, brother, that's not right. You got you gotta be saying it just like they be saying, like when people say that hawk and spit. You don't do that shit. Oh, that's not right, brother. I'm telling you, they they'll try to correct you like a but they'll be right there. Cause I had to go off on dude. I'm like, hey man, look, I'm just sick of y'all motherfucker, man, trying to always correct you like brother <laughs> sister. But here y'all go in our store. Y'all in our store sitting, y'all got pig feet sitting on the goddamn corner counter. Y'all got all these cigarettes and this, that, but y'all want to play like when we get to the mosque. Y'all want to play like y'all so, you know, so holy and, and all this shit. We can't, y'all want us to pronounce these words, but y'all selling goddamn shit that's haram to our people. Right. Y'all ain't eating this shit. So, they, yeah, man, hey. they, they don't give a damn about us, man. They, 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 it's a bunch hey. of bullshit. That's why America allows them to come over here and take over in, in our communities the way they do. Oh. It's, it's all a game, man, to keep yeah. your ass disenfranchised and down. Yeah. They ain't no yeah. good. But, but y'all go back one little thing, run down too. But go back and look that shit up when, when they so-called kill Muammar Gaddafi and look how – and CNN them even did a damn special, which I don't really like CNN them, but at least they did a special showing how the, they start enslaving the, the Africans. They was tricking them like they was going to get them to go – I think go to Europe or something. They had somebody had yeah. to go through there so they can go to Europe and they start selling them, enslaving them people. And they nobody and it's still going on today. You know what? Ain't nobody saying a mumbling word. They say you are mm. still and they you live in Morocco. They are saying you are you are about what? Twenty five or seventy five percent or more likely to be enslaved in Morocco and Mauritania today. It's still going oh. on. And it and there was a sister that was on blog talk. Yeah, it was a sister on Blog Talk a couple of years ago. She was on the Amon Rod Squad. Amon Rod Squad. They had the sister as a guest on on on, on here on Blog Talk, and she was talking about she was in Morocco, and she was talking about how she escaped from slavery out of Morocco, and she was telling her how, how they still do it. I'm telling you, they showed Muammar Gaddafi's wife. It was an African sister. How she did something but more like a doctor wife didn't like. And she threw acid all in that woman's face. Just fucked that woman. And they said she was enslaved. They had slaves. Now, I ain't talking about no damn servants. They had actually had slave, African slaves. And I'm telling you, man, yeah, now, you don't get that shit. I did hear about the uh, rampant pedophilia with Arabs. Um, yep, that. And I also heard about the slavery thing. After Gaddafi was killed, I just didn't know it was going on long before he was actually killed. Yeah, oh, shit, yeah. And, Brother Dave, you remember they, they showed a little salted print. They had the little salted, like the little young boy. He might be 10 years old, 9 years old. He got a fucking African slave, a black slave, as his goddamn, like, like you know, the girl. I remember that. Be, I remember that. And shit. Yes, sir. Man, eunuchs, all that shit's still going on right over there today. This shit ain't nothing changed. Ain't nothing so no changed. One, no, wonder, no wonder the United States uh, love them. Yeah. And remember, uh, what's, that in the, what's that, brother, in the Congo? It's not, a, not in Congo. Ah, I want to say the Sudan, South Sudan, one of them, one of them countries 
over there where you got the Muslims and the Christians. Both of them, you know, the same place. They got the South and the North, one of them Christians and one of them Muslims. And they over there slaughtering each other like a mother. The Muslims are slaughtering each other. I want to say it's just a band, but I might be wrong. I can't remember which well, They slaughtering well, the Christians down there. Is it true that somewhere in the Torah, it's some kind of commandment or something that they're supposed to kill Christians? Nah, no. Because Torah, you, okay. you don't even have no Christian to the New Testament. Now, well, that might be the Quran, what, maybe. Yeah, yeah not the now, what, What's, what's the, the Jew book? What's the book that the Jews go by? See, they might have, <laughs> well, see, then, yeah, then, then you got to be specific. That's because you got the Talmud. You got the Talmud. I think that, might, I think that might be it. They have and Genesis, some we Exodus, don't Leviticus, with. Numbers, Deuteronomy. That's what Christianity calls the Old Testament. They have another mm-hmm. name and for it, either the and Torah or something. Mm-hmm. See, the first, what they call the first five books is Torah, where you have what they call a misnomer, I feel a misnomer by the Christians, which they call the Old Testament, which is a lie. <clears throat> it's called the Tanakh. And, you know, that's a whole different name. It's called the Tanakh. Ain't no such thing. There's no damn Old Testament, ain't no New Testament. That's a fallacy. Right. That's a misnomer. Like I said, we can't go in deep in it because it's a deep subject. But that's what Christians call it. That's a lie. There's, there's no no about it. But there's no such thing where you have in the Tanakh, which they call the Old Testament, mention anything about Christians because Christians is a later concept. Yeah, it didn't exist. In fact, and the even Christians we, weren't called Christians. Could you tell me, brother, who was, the, who, was the, who, who was the first so-called Christians? Well, this would have been before Constantine the Great. And I think some well, claim Paul, but they weren't Christians in either case, and there was no J in, in, in the, the, the letters because it wasn't in any of the alphabets, Aramaic, Hebrew, Latin, etc. Um, by the way, I have a Jehovah's Witness family background, and what you all are saying is very similar to what I experienced, which is part of the reason I'm not into the religious stuff, because yeah. I went through so much craziness yeah. under the Jehovah's Witness yeah. that smile in your face and knock on your door. I was like, okay, this is some bull. So, yeah, yeah Abrahamic that's still, faith. That's, cause that's still yeah. Christianity. That's still Christianity. Yes. And, yeah. and, and, we, and let me ask you something. When I asked you that, who was the first so-called Christian? I said, notice I said so-called. The first so-called group that was supposed to have been following this person, Yahshua, I'm going to say Yahshua, because you, you even said there's no person, Jesus, or that name. Mm. The first so-called Christians that most Christians don't even know were a group of people about who were supposed to have been, no, they were supposed to have been Jews. It was all a, what they, I'm, I'm using this term loosely, it was all the Jewish movement. Later, it became what they call Gentiles. It was all so-called Christians. That's why I say Christians don't understand none of this shit, and most people don't. They tell you about this whole Christ thing, and I don't want to get too deep into that because it's a whole subject matter. But this whole thing, nobody had a record where they was looking for a person who they – the word Christ, we get it, is really a Hebrew word we call Mashiach, Mashiach, like Messiah, meaning right? the anointed. It was that's where they get the that's the English that's a new modern English term and Christians get the word Christ which come from you know Christos out of the Greek but 
there was no record on earth, nowhere, where the whole world was looking for a man, uh, anybody to come to save the whole damn world. That's a damn lie. It was only for the Hebrews who was looking for this person who was called an, a, a Mashiach. You had many Mashiachs. See, they tell a lie, too. It was many Mashiach. You have to understand this word Mashiach and what the Mashiach means, just anointed. David was a Mashiach. He was a king. All kings were Mashiach. They were anointed. Hell, you had priests who was anointed. And see, this is where you, this is where you have to understand the Hebrew or Israelite real culture. And Christianity make it look like, oh, this is some special superhero. No, it's not that. So all of this whole Jesus came to die, but that's a damn lie. It was nobody was looking for this whole Savior. But the first, I'm going to cut it short. But the first people who were supposed to believe, because there was some prophecies that this person, because Israel kept going into different captivities. And basically it was looking for somebody to, to come and, you know, liberate them from out of their different captivities and what they were going through. It had nothing to do with sin. Had nothing to do with your goddamn sin. So number one, the Torah even teach you no man can die for another man's sin. That's Christianity bullshit. That's Christianity lie. And I'm not. I'm gonna, I'm gonna quit take the bullshit back. And I don't want to be disrespectful. But that's Christianity bull they put in there. Nobody can die for your sin. But anyway, so it was like to come and liberate them. It's like we say, like we have like Dr. King. Or people say, my Dr. King. If you would say Malcolm, or some of people in America, they stood up Malcolm to Dunn. fight for our, our liberation here in America. Mm-hmm. They fought for us, you know, to have our freedoms and whatever, you know, some the right to vote. And this is what this person in Marshall literally somewhat would have been doing to come and mm-hmm. free the people from their oppression. And, and, and that's what this. The, the so-called Israelites were looking for this person to do that. But anyway, so the first people they seen that looking, they, they followed him, they were actually Jews. It was, there wasn't no such thing as no other people. And then later through Paul, it became outside the Greeks and all these other people stopped believing this lie that Paul was telling. But it's a deep subject. And see, this is why Which people is like Catholics said, yeah, follow, right? I, I think they, there you Paul go. was yeah, that's where that schism and came up. Like, and then you had ecumenical yep, councils, Council at Nicaea, one, two, three, and different religions sprang up. And then you had Jehovah's Witness coming out of a group that J.F. Rutherford, uh, who followed there Charles Tez Russell, like every group follows and splits off, and their leader becomes the big dog. And then they change and the name all of the Holy them. God deity. There you and go. they all claim that they're the And all of them, when people be talking about these Abrahamic religions, all of them, if you look at them, they all stem from. And I'm gonna use use this name in modern term. They call it today. It's not this. This is like I said, another misnomer. But they all of these other religions that you see came up out of. I'm gonna hell no. I ain't gonna use the misnomer. It came up out of the Israelites' tradition, which they might say came up out of Judaism. When you look it up in the encyclopedia, Christianity first. Islam, they, David, the chief rabbi, did an excellent uh, uh, class on this a couple of weeks ago. But first you had Christianity who sprouted out of the Israelite tradition, and then Islam sprouted out from Christianity and the Israelite tradition because Prophet Muhammad tried to reach the Jews, and he was taught by Christians and Jews when you read that history. But the problem here is, then you know, Catholic, the problem why a lot of people say they have a problem with religion because Number one, they do not know the history, 
how this stuff came about. And and Christianity number one is the damn problem. The Catholic Church thing, because you're saying going back with Constantine, these imposters who came in and took on a black tradition. Now we got to make this clear: this Israelites were black. That's you get it's 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 it's, it's, it's well documented in the fact. But you see the people over there today. You think they ought to? And this is why people. Because other people have came in and put their twist to it, and this is why a lot of our people today like fuck their religion. We don't want that. But the Israelite tradition is deep and it's yep. been misconstrued and changed and flipped. Like I said, Jehovah Witness, this, that, and another. But it all actually started, and the root come from a black tradition, a black yep. ancient tradition. A popular white it's, it's man wrote about it. Uh, Sigmund Freud is known for psychoanalysis, but he actually was one of the white men that admitted that the Hebrew tradition and the Israelite tradition comes from Kemet, Egypt, and Akhenaten, King Tut's father, who is the first documented person to write about monotheism. So any religion that claims they're the first monotheistic religion has to then say, well, how come Akhenaten wrote about this over 5,000 years ago, which, you know, beats us. So, yeah, yeah. It's, and it's nothing and there's a connection. Admit, you know? And there's a connection well, with that. Don't you know all of that whole region? There's a connection with Egypt and that area, actually, in which they tell you it's a lie, that area, would you call it, Israel, and they'll tell you that has Middle no... That's, that's, that's actually... That's, 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 a, that's, a, that's no such thing as a that's Middle That's what they East. say, yeah, that's of course. Actually, there's no Middle East. That's yeah. actually a part of Africa. And, and Canaan yeah. mm-hmm. were black people. The Canaanites were all black. All of that was black region over there. So even they mix, when you look at the Akhenaten and a lot of those people, uh, even going back to what they call Nimrod and certain people, mm-hmm. Namer and all of these people, you will see the, a connection. And, and it's, it's like Kim and I always make it like, we the first, and, and you will really see a lot of these people migrated like out of what they call the Asiatic or Asia area out of that Mesopotamia area and migrated down to some of those area like Norma that you might uh I forget who he's supposed to be damn was another name he was uh like out of Samaria. I forget off the top of my dome right now. But mm-hmm. it's like a lot of our so called even comedic scholars are disingen- disingenuous when they're okay. telling you a lot of this history. And they even have us as a divide, arguing about this Kemet shit in Israel, and and we look at it, and there's a connect with 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 those regions. There's mm-hmm. a greater connect with those regions. Even ancient Greece, ancient yeah. black, it, it's a lot of great connection. That's why you really read the Bible in the beginning. It mentioned those rivers of the Garden of Eden. You will see the connection out of Mesopotamia all the way down to past. Cush, or what they call Ethiopia, mm-hmm. all of that was connected in what they call the Garden of Eden. But we got disingenuous fucking scholars who are basically being funded by Europeans again to teach this yep. disingenuous mm-hmm. shit. And and on that note, even the religion of politics is mm-hmm. the same the same mm-hmm. crap. Yeah. Uh, I don't understand why people feel like they have to vote one way or the other. Um, that always confuses me. Like, I heard the comment, well, you know, it was either the racist or, or the, the racist. chicken wings. <laughs> right. That that makes no sense because it's like saying, well, do I want the woman 
with syphilis or gonorrhea. Damn. You know what I mean? Why, why, why do you, hell of why would you make, would, wouldn't you just make the choice to abstain? Damn. You know, I, if any of you brothers are married, the woman you married is the one that you had to put work in. You know what I'm saying? She she didn't just give her vote away. You didn't just give yours away. You built and established a relationship before you committed. But people vote just all willy-nilly. They don't even court the, the people they vote for. They just give them, hey, you got my vote. Here, you know, take it. You know, I, I, that that always confuses me. Yeah, they are a brother yeah, for me, I gotta give you this one right. <laughs> oh They're gonna really simply got me with that one guy. Oh, <laughs> See, you hate when I get Alpha oh, Male. How come he can't get no lion, Justice? How come Alpha Male can't never get no lion? Every Can time y'all I hear me right lion, now? Like, yeah, how come I can't give Alpha oh, Male a lion? Every time I get oh, him, he's cut. like, Oh man. Because Alpha Male didn't always deserve no uh, no lions for a couple comments. Like he might say five words, and all of a sudden he get a lion. But yeah, I maybe, agree maybe, with you on this maybe, one. Maybe he kind of get I'm a gonna say that, I'm, I'm gonna say something. I'm sorry, for Alpha Male, right fast. See, Alpha Male, he's 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 short spoken, but he come in with some hard hitting shit. He ain't gonna give you no foul. Knock out, knock out. But the little words he hit, he gonna hit you with it. <laughs> Like George Foreman. You're all right. <laughs> you just hate. You just go hate ahead. Go ahead. Guy. I ain't going to interrupt. But you think he nah, deserves a lion for that one. Mayor, nah, he didn't deserve no lion for that one. Maybe I gave him, uh, I gave him a dog, like a barking dog. <laughs> you, know why, you know why you don't want him to have now? Because he was talking about your party. That's why you don't want him to have. Well, oh, yeah. He okay. should get a chihuahua. Give him a chihuahua for it. <laughs> Boy, I tell you the truth. Stop the black on black crime, man. Crime. <laughs> hate. Don't hate. <laughs> yeah, he hate. Damn, man. Like I'm getting, I'm getting fewer and fewer ahead, lines. Man. I'll be on fire. I'm gonna have to bring my own line in here. You bring your own line me, to the party. <laughs> yeah, let me see. BYOL. Go here, baby. I'm gonna put him on a leash because he wanna bite my leg if y'all don't give me a line. <laughs> But he told you yeah, the truth, though, Justice. Hey, why not, though? But that is a cold one, man. You, you know, you know both of them. Well, I got to have sex with one of them. But one of them got gonorrhea and one of them got stiffness. Ali got to have sex with one. Like, hell no. I ain't even have sex with neither one of you. All right, that was a bomb comment. I agree with you. All right, I'll go uh, ahead and authorize that line now. Wow. <laughs> Let the line up. <laughs> Hey, but well, in I choice did. theory, there is a reason why people would choose one of the worst choices if it's all they see. So if you see Republican and Democrat as the only choices and there's no political infrastructure, no lobbying team, none of the big black uh, politicians are saying, look, we should vote for third party or choose someone else. The average person is like, F it. I got to vote for somebody. So I'm going to go de- Democrat or I'm going to go Republican. We don't even put much thought into it. Uh, we're, we're very weak voters, and I think both parties know that, and we're not taken seriously. Therefore, we don't get much, I think, in return for the vote. And, yeah, and brother, let me ask you this. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Alvin. I'm going to let you handle it. I'm going to shut it Well, up. no, it, it's a very simple solution that when you only 
have two choices and they both don't look good, try doing nothing. Vote for yourself. There you go. You know, believe in yourself. You know, that's there that's what being a man's about. See, I'm not looking for a savior. We were talking about religion. Uh, I'm not looking for any handouts. What everything I desire to do in my life, I'm doing. I've done. Nobody can stop me, and that's just it. I don't need to vote to live. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and, and uh, let me ask y'all, brother, something. And uh, on the ballot, can you write your name in there? Yes. So damn. And some, you made me think of what you said, Alpha Male. Vote for yourself. Hell, if you just feel right. I, I, I got to go vote, write your name on that motherfucker then vote. Vote <laughs> for yourself. There you go. If you, if you feel, look, I, this is my right. It's like, like Brother Alvin Mill saying, okay, you feel this is my right somebody died for you. Well, you I, I choose, you have the right to choose if you want to vote or you don't want to vote. If you feel I got to do this, like you feel you're doing something wrong by not voting, okay, just write your name on the ballot. At least you went and voted. You might not but win, you know, but you, hell, you voted. But you know what I find? People that say that they got to vote, that's not their belief. Yeah. It's some it's some mm. woman behind that choice. Uh oh, you it's see a woman. No, no, yeah. no. It's not Always. an Eve situation. You can't blame our no. sisters right for this one. <laughs> no, I don't know. No, no. I, I I see it all the time. Oh. I mean oh, this oh. it's brother it's brothers out here right now that took that venom they call a vaccine because they couldn't handle the pressure from the women in their lives. Mm. Damn. I, I know guys yeah, that yeah. are turned out that are turned out on crack because they were hanging out with this chick they had to have. You know what I'm saying? And she she sparked up and she, they wanted to be cool cuz they got to hit that mm. thing. And that and now they crack it. I mean, mm. believe me, it's not your decision to to be anybody's bitch. It's not yours. Yeah. You, if you really look into yourself, you would never be anybody's bitch. But somebody yeah. along the line convinced you that this is what you need to do to survive. And that goes yeah. back bro- to... Go ahead. Go ahead. Now, now, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you finish because I'm going to confirm something you had said when you finish. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah, throwing no lines or nothing. No, ain't gonna be no line. No, we had a, we we had a caller that, that verified what Alpha Male said about a, about the woman. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But see, since the That's time, right, since, since the time of captivity, our women felt like they had to protect us, so they took this mode where, oh, don't say nothing to him, or you know, turn the other cheek, and and they've never gotten out of this position, right? So they, they try to stop us from being men because they fear for our lives. Mm. But you got you got to break free from that. We we still have that mentality whether we know it or not. Mm. Damn. That was deep right there, yeah. Alpha Male. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. He get a line for that one. Now, oh, now he's he giving them the line. Yeah, he said. Like a broken clock is right Like once every 12 hours Oh don't mess it up now Come on you did well oh, That's my man That's he my just, man But he you know, He just don't want to purely give it to him He just want to purely give it to him He got that, a 
broken clock. Time to sneak hey, Brother Avamel, <laughs> well, Brother Avamel, you remember, you remember, brother, we had a brother came on the show and said he took the he took the vax just because his woman. And he and I've had several brothers told me the same. Well, man, you know my mm-hmm. wife, man, so and so, so and so. You know when it goes back, it goes back to this mm-hmm. little crazy ass shit. Me and one of my coworkers were talking about. You know, I'd be saying, happy, happy, what you got? Happy wife, happy, happy life. Happy wife, happy life. Yeah. I said, but that's a, that's a goddamn lie. And they said, happy life, ha- happy wife, happy life. Miserable goddamn husband. Because if you gonna submit to every goddamn thing that she do, if she won't, you'll be a miserable motherfucker. And wow. that's what I ain't never heard that last part, but that goes with it. It ain't trademark. You can use it because I just that's what I did. Yeah, because you know, the man is what not you in that statement. Right. Go ahead, Alvin. And what you and what you gonna do when she put on that strap on? Mm-hmm. Dang. And happy now, wife. happy wife, happy life, right? But now she got to you. You done bitch way out, so she figured she might as well be <laughs> fucking you. Hey, 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 hey bro, so, man, she going to come in there? She going to come in there? Hey, boy, you look good in them jeans. God damn. Hey, see that? Yeah, you think about it. There ain't no, ain't nothing about a man in that statement. Happy wife, happy life. What about the fucking man though? Ain't nothing in there. He's a miserable motherfucker, so he's doing everything to please her, and it, and he, you know, giving over himself. Nah, hell no. Nah. And there were a lot of brothers that said, man, my man, my wife, man. I went on duty because yeah. of it. I'm like, hey, man, you, okay, that, that damn vax going to stick with you for the rest of your goddamn life. She can leave your ass tomorrow. And if she running you so, like that, she fucking somebody else. You you best believe it. Man. Yeah, I'm a woman with no punk. God damn. Yeah, that's some crazy statement there. Happy life. I can't stand that statement. But, yeah. you know. <laughs> and that's it, and the people, have you ever noticed the people that say it look like little sad puppies and shit? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. So that's <laughs> I, I I can't live that life. Me neither. Remember the old joke? He said, uh, uh, "Bitch, go make me a sandwich." And when she came back, he said, "Bitch, I ain't tell you put bread on my sandwich." <laughs> oh, God, you, you just got to start trouble. You you <laughs> you got to be a man. Yeah. How you gonna eat that without the bread? It don't matter. He was just trying to make sure that she knew that he was a motherfucking man. That's all. Right. It had nothing to do with the sandwich. (laughs) Wow. That's a good move. So, yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm going to get off my soapbox. But, yeah, I mean, we got to look at everything the same. You know, everything's a religion. Everybody's trying to recruit you. Everybody's trying to use you. So look at everything the same, and you know don't don't nitpick. Don't don't pick what's comfortable for you. You know what I mean. Be the same way with everything. Hey, can I please well, add yeah. that regarding the happy wife, happy life, and the voting? If there were a concerted, organized movement where a group of people that were marginalized said, "You know what? 
this next election, let's not vote. It would have a statement, but then not voting even after so many people died for us to vote without that organized infrastructure probably won't have the same impact on the election because if 100,000 of us didn't vote, maybe it would, but if 10,000 don't, it probably in a federal election won't. So I would support it if it was organized, but just not to vote, knowing that folks died for me to be able to vote. Unless, you know, a lot of brothers like, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, you doing it? Yeah, I'm doing it. My wife too. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, bet. You know, but regarding happy wife, also happy life, I don't necessarily think of it because I'm married. I got kids, you know. Um, I don't necessarily think of it as acquiescing all of what I want to do. I just think of it as the woman has some MCs, period. She's had children, right? Often there's some emotional issues that go on. And so there are times when I think, you know what, F it. I'm just going to compromise on this and keep my wife happy. Not on everything now. Sometimes I'm like, no, nah, uh-uh, that's not good. So I don't think of it like, you know, I'm a man, so I, I'm going to be a bitch if sometimes I compromise with my wife. But I think there are some men. I've met them. They don't stand up for nothing. I know this gangster dude, but when his wife says jump, he's just like, yeah, girl. And I'm like, dude, what the, fuck? What the fuck is up with this? It's shocking. So, yeah, there are some guys right, across man, the line. You're right, man. You're right. And the hardest can dudes, we... man, be punks to their wives, man. They be yeah. real punks about their wives. Oh, I got to ask my wife. I got to ask my yeah. wife. Oh, wait. But you got to ask, ask your wife. wife. You just killed can... two people. What the fuck is going on? Can we, can, can yeah, we yeah, address yeah. the first part? All right. The first oh, part was the saying that people died for a right to vote. They didn't die yeah. to vote. They they died for our freedom, period. So, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that that's that's a big misnomer because they they wasn't going down to the polls, you know, uh having shootouts and, and all that. They it was for the just for total freedom to be treated well, as a, are, a man or a woman. That's right. Uh, Alpha Mel, have, have you ever heard of uh uh, this guy, he was an activist in Philly. His name was Octavius Cato, and he died uh, trying to get people registered to vote in 1874. And so a mob of white people killed him because he was out getting black people registered to vote in 1874. White so, people killed him because he was black. That's true, uh, regardless, too. Regardless of what well, he, he was up killed him mm-hmm. because he was black. See, we we can try to qualify it, but mm-hmm. you you gave the date. I mean, when the sun when the sun went down, <laughs> your ass better not be around. <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, and, and brother, let me ask y'all a question, right, man? Maybe I, I, I maybe I maybe I'm maybe I'm missing something. So the whole time that they were fighting for the right to vote was. When all the people that he had choices to vote for, when they all white, mm-hmm. when back in the day, say, yeah, we're talking about back in, always the in the eighteen, you know, we saying well, eighteen hundreds, but hell, whenever, you know, they, even Dr. King, they white, you know, we well, they well, they died, they died for the right to vote, but we died for the right to vote for white for for, for uh, the vote for white people. Well, at that point, yeah, after uh, I think if what they, the you know, when people want to throw it out. Well, there was so the Reconstruction. Was white so people. Prior to the Reconstruction, black people held 
high offices in the land, especially throughout the south. Throughout the south. So oh, after oh, the black Republicans, where were where, yeah, where, yeah, 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 group of people. Um, so what, so I mean, what I'm talking about like presidents yeah. and shit. Damn, you ain't had no black presidents then coming up then. No. Um, no, but you had people who were like uh, on the judiciary branches and were even um, uh, what do you call it, uh, congressmen and um, legislators in the South in the 1800s. And this was in the 1860s through the 70s until Reconstruction when they made it illegal for black men to hold office and stuff like that in different um, states and stuff. So that's why I think even once with, they took it over, like we were holding offices way back in the 1800s. But once the white man made his laws to uh, outlaw black people from holding offices and holding uh, judgeships and being uh, even a mayor or anything like that, they made it illegal or they kind of made a way where the black man couldn't do it. So it wasn't until after the 1960s is when we kind of was able to have black people to take those positions again once those voting rights were gained and people began voting for black people in uh, in offices that they were running for in different cities and towns throughout the country. So by the time from 1965 to 1980, black people had began voting for black people because before – we got the right to vote. We only had gotten the right to vote for white people because there weren't any black people running for any offices until like people took uh, like people like Shirley Chisholm decided to run for the presidency of the United States of America in 1968. So that was three years after we obtained the right to vote. And three years later, a black woman throws her hat in the ring to run for the president of the United States. So that's okay, just, just three okay, years after getting the right to vote. So okay, we got 525 out, mayors. After after that period, we, we got 525 black mayors throughout America after gaining the okay. right to vote for black people, but maybe they didn't do everything we wanted them to do, but we, we at okay, least, they didn't, you know. They didn't, they didn't do shit. But here's okay. maybe I'm wrong. But here's my point. Okay, just say you got some those black people in some offices. But what what did they actually change when they got in office? They didn't. We don't see every every bill that they could. Like you said, the the civil rights bill and all these other bills opposed that they were still signed by white people. Even though you might have got the black people in office, they didn't do shit to change once they got in there. They didn't like. Well, I'm in office now. I'm going to sign it but and free know, all y'all black people. I'm going to do this you for know, you. Even the Negro Obama didn't right. do shit for you in the, in, the, in the 2000s. He didn't change right, shit right. black people. In, in Detroit, there was Mayor Coleman A. Young, who was elected the mayor of Detroit in 1970 or 72, right? And this was just the prior, for, uh, prior to that. There weren't any black mayors of Detroit. So he's the first black mayor of Detroit and was elected four terms as the mayor for 20 years. He was the mayor of Detroit, a pro-black mayor who was about the black people of the city of Detroit. 
and they kept reelecting him, and he was doing things for black people and businesses and black businesses in Detroit that was tremendous. And it was the crime went down and stuff and everything under that mayor. So they loved him, and he did what he was what he came in there to do in 1972 and, you know, 70, 1970. My thing here, I understand, okay, when we talk about back in the day when they really, black people, as we were saying, they died for our right to vote, when we really, like I said, we, we know oppression. Okay, when all of these major, they got rid of Jim Crow and all of this shit, when they, you know, got outlawed, who was, was it black people that got these things overturned, black politicians, or was it white people? Like, well, you know what? Like Lyndon Bain Johnson, we're going to sign this civil rights bill. Was it black people doing this, or was it white folks doing this? Signing the bill, um, that was the black Not people. Any kind of bill. That, the black people in, uh, in uh, alliance with I'm talking about signing the bill that made the changes. Now, you're not talking about, you're talking about signing the bill that made the changes. Because the Negro Obama, we, as we talked about, when they talked about reparation, you think here's a black man who had the House and the Senate, whatever they call that shit, y'all, Congress and the Senate. What, right. what do you yeah, say? House I can't do nothing for black people alone by themselves. I can't do nothing. I'm talking about signing uh-huh. a fucking bill to get shit changed. Uh-huh. Like, Lyndon Bain Johnson signed a civil rights bill. We know he was a white dude. Mm-hmm. We talk about actually mm-hmm. sign something in a bill that changed something for black people. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that got that's some major change. That's what I'm talking about. I, yeah. I can tell you it, something else, too. Go ahead. You remember, uh, uh, who was it, Congressman Conyers, John Conyers? Mm-hmm. He had that John reparations Conyers bill. Right. Yep. He had that rep- reparations bill, right? Yeah, I heard that right. so, yeah. Now, the reason he didn't bring <laughs> the reparations bill to the floor under Obama is not to embarrass him. Mm. That's what your black politicians do for you. Mm. And 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 um, what happened when uh, uh Trump was in office? What did our so-called black caucus do? They didn't do shit. I ain't fucking with him. We're not messing mm-hmm. with Trump. They didn't do mm-hmm. And then you know what? Joe, he, the racist is gone now. Why they still ain't doing nothing for black people? They ought to be getting everything passed now everything. under Joe yeah. Biden. What are you at now? According to, according to Joe Brown, Biden said black people like roaches, and they come into your neighborhood and turn them into jungles and shit. Mm-hmm. Yep, he sure did. Oh, the hell wow. did. And then want to integrate your schools. What do you think? They could be like savages or something? Mm-hmm. What do you, uh, hey, hold up. Yeah. Still there? What yeah, do man. you think of, what do you think of, and you too, uh, Sunray, and um, everybody, I want to know your opinion of Mitch McConnell's comments the other day when he was standing up before a podium and they were asking him questions and he was talking about voting rights. And he said that. Black Americans vote just in, uh, I'm sorry, he said black Americans vote in the same numbers as Americans vote. What do y'all think about I, that? Yeah, I heard that shit. I think, I, I, I ain't trying to take up what I heard. I, I think maybe he, how he, he missed, left out some stuff. Uh, maybe a word. What do you, what do you think? think oh, that, that's just what I say. Yeah, I think that politicians are very um, slick and conniving. 
and that mm-hmm. often what they say it's like snake oil. So as mm-hmm. I listened to his statement and most of his statements, including Obama, because the first time around I thought he was the man, and then I figured out, oh, shoot, he's just playing us. Um, it's, I think that it's just slick talk. That's just my thinking on it, you know. Alpha male? Uh, you know my position on it. He's full of shit just like the rest of them. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I was just you talking about the part that, how he said it, right? Because yeah. he said it's sort of like black, black, he said something like blacks vote like other Americans. And they tried to make yeah, it like he's he trying to say African that black Americans people are not Americans. The same high, yeah, he said black Americans, he said, uh, he said he African Americans. He, 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 he left out the American part. That's why they're trying to make it look like he's saying that we're not Americans. No, you can pull up the clip. Somebody, somebody pull up. I mean, Sunray, pull up the clip. It it it's real short. Okay. I ain't gonna uh, play it because I ain't on my he, thing tonight. He said African Americans vote in the same numbers as Americans vote. It's something you know similar to what I, I, I think. It, right I, I think it just was a miss. I just not just a misquote of word. It's like I I I, I, some, I come over here sometime and I misquote some. I mean mispronounce like I leave out some words and I don't pronounce it like I'm supposed to and it come out wrong. And I think that's how, it's like. Now I'm just gonna put out because I added what I think he might have said that African Americans vote just like any other African. I mean any other Americans vote because here's the point they missing and they, and this is why they trying. To, I'm gonna tell you what the game were is the media trying to do. They tried to play the flea flicker and tried to mo- make you focus on what he said about African-Americans and other uh, Americans voting and missed the part about what he's trying to say. Cause they're trying to make it look like black people don't have no fucking ID to go vote. Now, how was it that black people went out in record numbers to go vote in the Joe Biden and the Donald Trump election, but all of a sudden they don't have no ID to be able to go vote? See, this is the point You're they're right. trying to play, and the liberals been playing that game. This is why they try. See, they always play the race game with that shit. The yeah. only thing he was basically saying was he left out the other African Americans and vote like other Americans been voting, and listen to the rest of the statement from there. But he didn't mean to say he left out the other. But look, he left out the other. I'm just saying, I didn't make I my comment it, you yet. Pay attention to it. Go ahead, go ahead. Make I didn't make one. I didn't make my comment about it, but I will. Okay, yeah. so what I'm looking at is how we're looked at as people in America with brown skin and black skin. So if we're not looked at as full Americans, we're looked at as it was written in the Constitution when they wrote the Constitution that we were three fifths of a man. So if he's saying that we're African-Americans and we're now voting at the same rate as Americans, he's dividing, saying mm-hmm. that we're a different no. group of people and he, we're not looked at as white Americans. Now, the one word that he really left out was white. He, it wasn't other no, or you, nothing like that. It was white. Because if you you say African-American, you could have said white American. Brother. Justice, you no. fail for the trick. See, that's again. You fail mm-hmm. for the trick. You've been well, damn. Well, well, Malcolm, go. Uh oh, you you've been hoodwinked and bamboozled. <laughs> you fail straight for the trick, and that's what they wanted y'all to do. Do oh, oh, oh. oh, I see it. I see it again. You've been had. You've been took. You've 
Because he don't see you as a white American, so he didn't he didn't say white American. He thinks American is white altogether. So he 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 excluded white, he excluded other, and he just said I, American. I, I do agree. Here's the reason. Don't forget us calling on radio. We don't have assistants like you know ten assistants, researchers, all kinds of right. people helping us with research and scripts. You know people to massage us and feed us grapes. He, this is not a mistake in my opinion. Politicians are slick with words, just like magic people and preachers. They use words, they're masters at it. That's how they fuck us yep. up. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what, what they okay, say, let me ask y'all, so, okay, yeah. what was the last part that he said? What was, the, what, what was he talking about? What was the context of that speech? What was the context of that speech? About voting. What, 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 up? Uh, Okay, yeah, that's true. But what part did he say? What was the last portion of that when he got through with talking about African American and other Americans? What was the what was the other portion that he said? I don't know that portion. Wow, and that's well, the key y'all missed. That's the key that part y'all missing because again, keywords that they have made trigger y'all to only focus on when he said when he said that about African American that they replayed it. Y'all only, y'all froze, nothing, y'all heard, nothing else. Again, right, what, what they're doing, trying to play y'all that is again, and you agree when I said it, they're trying to play you, is it, what do they say, that black, so-called African-Americans, black, whatever hell you want to be called, went out in record numbers to vote under this election with Joe Biden, in record numbers. But not, but okay. all of a sudden now they're talking about black people don't have ID. How in the hell they don't have ID and 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 uh, identification to go vote? But they came out in record numbers to go vote. What are they playing you is? Well, trying well, to a lot. That's the Republicans doing that. But they they have the succeeded in doing both. Notice how we're responding here, though. Notice how we're responding here on radio. They have succeeded. Here's why. Because on the one hand, some of us feel like I do that, you know what, this was not a mistake. This is the magic of of the unicorn. And on the other hand, some of us feel like, nah, we don't know the context. This is the trick of the game. They win either way you slice it. If you slice it on the other side, they win. The the reason I'm saying this is because y'all are focusing on the the context. What I'm saying, the context of it was – even even myself as hosting this show, sometimes I mispronounce something, and, or I leave out a word, and like it might like the the, the, the sentences and because I go back and listen, like damn, I, I ain't mean to say that like that. I meant to say it like this or something. Like, damn, I left that word out. I've done that. I've heard <laughs> myself. I go back and listen to the shit, and uh-huh. and this is what I've seen. But the context I heard, which is true, that talking about. Black people, they acting like black people do not have, and they only making it like black people. They're targeting you. They're not saying about Hispanic people. They're not saying about Asian. And even your statement, Justice, when they just said Americans. Hell, black and white, we're not the only goddamn people in America. 
There's other plenty national other national or ethnic groups of people in here in America. Mm-hmm. So was that America? Well, why did he just say why did he just say African Americans then? Why did he use because that? Because the context was everybody about else. It. Because the context is about when y'all pay attention is but you can't y'all not gonna do that. But and I'm not trying to be oh, okay. you know disrespectful here, mm-hmm. but y'all not gonna do that because this is what they having y'all focus on one particular black and white issue. The the point is mm. they're acting like black people. This is what it's all about. Black people are being disenfranchised because they don't have ID, and this is not the goddamn case. How did you come out again and record numbers to vote for Biden if you didn't have a goddamn ID? So all all of a sudden, black people lost their ID. It ain't about the ID. ID. It's Joe about it's about changing the That's voting laws to make it harder for people you know to get their de- votes. You know why the Democrats are trying to change the law? You know the real trick is? Why because are you they, saying Democrats? Hispanics to, I'm, I'm saying it because they didn't want to holler about it. The trick is because they want the Hispanics to come in here and vote because they know they do not have the, 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 the proper identification and everything to vote. So they want to change the laws to get them to vote. They didn't worry about you. Yep. They got you. They got That's you. Right. That's the game y'all missing, brothers. That's the game. We're going to get it. You know what? We're, we're going to make the next show about this here, about, about politics. No, don't do that. Don't do that. You know why? Because you get no, all hell no. See, The Republicans no. are the ones wanting to remove the booth that, I mean, the places yes, where you drop your ballot to have it counted to be. It's the Republican you know, leaders that are trying to screw up the voting process. It's the Democrats that are just, trying to put measures in place to ensure that the Republican leaders don't take people's vote, some people's votes away. Just it's it. not the if, opposite. If if, uh, well, if it's that way, then you wouldn't have no problem for me talking. You wouldn't have no problem for us discussing this next show. No, no, don't do that. Don't do that because you know I damn well. I'm, I'm going to bring no, we out just, bring we just out don't want to, you know, facts. jump on you and, and why, why? you know, prunks on you. We're trying to cut you some slack here. Oh, bring it. Oh, that's no, no, no that's all it is. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah, bring it on. Because y'all know I'm going to bring it up. Set it up. Friday coming up. Oh, that's Friday. Friday coming. Are we coming on Friday? We're going to bring this Friday. We're going to bring this smoke. By the way, I'm just joking. You know I'm not serious with that. I don't take it. Oh, I know. know, No, Hotel. I need you, bro. I need you on this one, Hotel. No, man. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We we got this here. We got this. We tagging up Don't be pump faking, man. Don't come up in here pump faking, man. I need you. I need you. Yeah, we got this, man. I will. This is like something to think about. I will think about before next week. Now, we talk about oppression and, you know, whitey and this, that, and the other. But as a people, we spend $75 billion on fucking sneakers every year. That's you. You be doing that. I don't do that. I, I, well, you know, you know the people I'm talking about. Though. So Go in your closet. You the one. So Look is in it, your closet. Is it, is it? Is it? Is politics holding you back? I mean, is you're racism you holding you back? When you can spend seventy five billion collectively just on sneakers. Now we ain't talking unnecessary cell phones and and you know all the other stuff. Just that alone. Do you know the power we would have? With seventy-five billion, just if everybody just mm. stopped buying sneakers for one year and put the money together to, to well, the, the guys on the truth to buy a politician, <laughs> shit would change overnight. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Remember, we're not the only I ones that are consumers now. on that level. 
even young no, whites not. and Asians, all groups no. are affected by Madison Avenue's marketing because marketing I is don't. a powerful tool, right? We are more See, susceptible because we're looking for a little props. Like, oh, man, I can be real human if I buy these sneakers. Not me now. And I'm just saying. I can see how point. people buy into it. I'm talking yeah. about us. I ain't talking about yeah, them. Yeah. I'm talking about the people that's always crying about racism, oppression, a little man holding me back. You know, nobody else talks But it's to the me. man that owns the marketing, brother. We don't. No. And it's the man it's that the owns fool. Nike. It's the fool and that buys Jordan to Nike. co-sign it. It's the fools that buy Nikes because <laughs> yeah. I, because I can blame the crack man because I'm a crackhead just because he was selling it I had to buy it. Mm. Uh oh, no, it don't work. Well, well, like most of us don't do the uh, crack, right? And I don't buy the expensive <laughs> sneakers, but I totally see how marketing, publicity, branding is such a powerful tool on the mind, especially of our young people. During those times when they're going to school and everybody's wearing a certain thing, there's peer pressure. It's powerful. <laughs> peer pressure will kill people, sure people to kill themselves. Okay. Okay, accept and don't complain. Yes, sir. And Brother Amel, what no, you man. just made a statement on, it's the same thing where we talk, we were talking about the music. And, and earlier, you were saying we we need to uh, uh, blame the record companies and these people yeah. instead of the rappers. What you just said again, Amel, that's the same thing. Just because the record labels or whoever tell them to do it, and, and, and I, I get an analogy Again, uh, we already know, well, we passed overtime. I don't know why the thing is still on, but we're going to get ready to get out of here. <laughs> but the thing here, like I always say, if somebody came out here and dropped four truckloads, uh, 18 wheelers, they dropped uh, one trailer full of uh, uh, guns, one trailer full of pills, alcohol, crack, and whatever else, fentanyl, and they drop it off in the black neighborhood. And they like, damn, somebody go see it. Like, God damn, all this shit in here? So, they said, well, fuck it, man. We might as well go and use it. They dropped it off. <laughs> so, hey, just because they dropped it off in the neighborhood, doesn't yeah. that mean you got to use it? You get them goddamn trucks yep. and take that shit somewhere else and drop it off. Get That's it out of your neighborhood. Just because they dropped it off don't mean you have to use it and sell it to your people and whatnot. So, nah, I don't, we don't ride with that. And see, this is what man, people try to do. Well, and I, yeah. I do have one last point. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Um, we can look at it from a capitalistic ca- capitalistic view as well. So, is it any less damaging to black people for me to sell crack on the block or mm. invest in Pfizer? Damn. Think about what? it. Yeah, that's a good yeah. one. Because either yeah, one destroys. Yeah. Man, yeah, both man, why don't you go ahead and get down with them, man? You do it. Because <laughs> right you now, Alpha Male, I think both of them dangerous as hell. Yeah, that's yeah, no, I'm so, so no matter, so no matter how you look at it, you know, this shit's dangerous, and you don't have to accept yeah. it. But those that yeah, do that. Lo- love the choices you made and shut the fuck up, that's all. 
But there, yeah. there is a, dif- a difference between the crack and the Pfizer, though. The crack could get you in jail, get the police to kick down your door and kill you. You get some Pfizer, the cops aren't going to F with you. So even though they're both bad, we have to choose the lesser of two evils, Republican or Democrat, oh, crack no, or Pfizer. The, yeah. Pfizer. the Pfizer is killing our people. There you go. That's my point. Is, you ain't both, making money off of it, but <laughs> there you go. <laughs> He said the less of two evil. Yes, sir. Hey, brother, please come back. Let me beat you up. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed your conversation. <laughs> you got an open door pilot. I enjoyed your conversation. You got to come back, man. Yes, sir. Please, hey, Justin. Please. You 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 go you go pick him up and make sure he come back, Justin. You, no, I'm gonna say yeah. you, you, you go pick him up, make sure he comes back. Yeah, I need, I need one of those tag team. I need a tag team number. Yeah, I see they trying to beat yeah, you yeah, up, bro. It's all good. I'll be Andre the Giant. <laughs> yeah. You be Jimmy Fly, <laughs> Super Fly Snooker back in the day. That's what we're doing. That's it. Off the top yeah, of the third row, the hair flying, yeah, everything like coming down with the leg. Bam. <laughs> no, nah, just as downtown Bruno on this one. Oh, Bruno. <laughs> No, I'm just going to put the flat on this one. I like that. He got a chance. All right. We're going to bring it out Friday, man. We're going to be back in this Friday, make sure. We're going to be back in 7 p.m. Man, your Republicans, man, off the hook, man, with our voting rights, man. They done kicked you off the road. You ain't open your eyes. You think the Democrats did that. The the, the Republicans are making it harder for people to vote. You think the Democrats doing that. Well, man, get your facts straight, man, when you come on Friday. Well, I'm, 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 I'm going to just tell you something here, Just I'm going to just tell you something here. Here's my thing. I'm not even cheerleading for the Republican. I'm just trying to – all of what I'm doing is I'm trying to – we're trying to dispel the lies that the Democrats are putting out. I'm not even trying to pump up the Republican and get the people to vote no, for Republican. We're just trying to dispel these lies that the, Repu- the Democrats – are constantly putting on our people and, and trapping mm. our people. Like we said, they are the most subtle, the most subtle yeah. creatures of yeah. all the beasts of the field. As Malcolm told you, that's my whole point. I don't give a damn about them Republicans. I'm just mm. trying to oh, just I... stop these lies and show yeah. people again what our people are being trapped by these Democrats and what they are doing. They're using our people again. It ain't even about you, black man and woman. It's about them trying to now get to change the law to get other people that's jumping over the goddamn fence to come over here and like, hey, you don't need an ID. You can go ahead and vote. Walk, walk. And they've done it in certain states. They did it. During the last election, they were voting in certain Democratic uh, uh, cities without an ID. Mm-hmm. You know, tomorrow it's going to be breaking news tomorrow, and the Reverend Al is going to uh, make a big announcement. And that uh, just to shut black. the fuck up, man. Just I knew you were gonna wake Dave up. Look. I knew it. Hey, hey, let me see. <laughs> hey, 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 this nigga need to be banned from fucking culture. Yo, let, me, let me finish yeah, what I'm saying. Uh, 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 like, like a large Muhammad did mouth. Oh, oh, he don't like our job. No, no, I. That hey, nigga hey, justice hey, ain't right hey, at all. He, look, look, you, you don't know. This nigga is a damn five percent of FOI, Repu- uh, Democrat, 
Yeah, for the LGBT community at one point. No, no, no. You're going, to, you're going the wrong like, way. No, Republicans 